You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. News commentary. Tommy Laren. What's on your mind? On his first day in office, President Joe canceled the Keystone Pipeline for no reason beyond a worthless green virtue signal. Now his administration is finally yet quietly admitting how costly that mistake is. In a congressionally mandated report from the Department of Energy, we see that the pipeline would have created up to 59,000 jobs and would have had a positive economic impact of between 3.4 and 9.6 billion. Let's not forget the cancellation of that pipeline put a dent in our energy independence and help contribute to rising gas prices. This is especially infuriating for me given that pipeline was set to run through my home state of South Dakota, bolstering the state's economy and providing high paying and reliable jobs for thousands in and around my state. How does the White House get away with this? Robbing our people of jobs and our nation of billions all to appease the hippie environmental green hairs? I'm Tommy Laren. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. The entire world watched. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And humanity saw that the sky was not the limit. Achievement. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. President Biden under even more scrutiny 
I'm Dave Anthony. Fox News has a second batch of classified documents are found. Even his fellow Democrats want answers. Senator Mark Warner tells Fox. We ought to be briefed uh, in terms of from an intelligence assessment, what were in these documents that then Vice President Biden had. Sources tell Fox News that aides to the president actually discovered at least another batch of classified documents. The latest discovery comes after it was revealed on Monday that aides found other classified documents at a private office at the Biden Penn Center here in Washington, D.C. Fox's Kevin Cork. Some Republicans want a special counsel to investigate. Like was appointed to probe the classified materials the FBI seized from former President Trump's Florida resort. GOP Congressman Mike Turner tells Fox. It just really does underscore the, the concerns that we have of the abuse of power of the raid on Mar Largo. The manner in which these two issues are, are handled is, um, is that contrast is very troubling. There are more than 500 flight delays this morning. Maybe a ripple effect from the FAA outage yesterday that grounded planes for hours, delaying more than 10,000 flights. After a malfunction of their notice to air mission system, this is what alerts pilots of hazards and safety issues. In a tweet Wednesday night, the FAA said they'd preliminarily traced the issue to a damaged database file. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal, Russia's replaced its lead general in the Ukraine invasion after Russia lost some ground in recent months in the Ukrainian counteroffenses. The U.S. insists a price cap imposed on Russian oil is hurting its economy, and more of that is coming. In meetings across Europe this week, U.S. Treasury officials are thrashing out the details of the next set of sanctions due to come into effect next month. They'll include price limits on more products of the Russian oil industry. Some experts think this will have a double impact, damaging the Russian economy and increasing the global cost of oil. Fox's Jonathan Savage. Next hour, we're going to get an update on inflation expected to show it continues to get a bit tamer with a slower year-over-year increase last month. America's listening to Fox News. Some people got COVID and thought, well, that wasn't such a big deal. But you can get COVID again, and next time it could be worse, especially for those 50 and older or with a chronic condition like heart disease or diabetes. But with an updated vaccine, you have better protection from COVID's worst outcomes. And that's a big deal. Find updated COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Democrats predicted an end to high inflation, but nothing has changed. In fact, food and housing prices are still going higher. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings from inflation by diversifying into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, simply text the word SHELTER to 989898, and you'll get a free info kit on gold IRAs that will explain everything. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. Congressman George Santos says he's not leaving Washington. The Republican insisting he will not resign as some demand after he deceived voters, lying numerous times about his past during the campaign. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says... I try to stick by the Constitution. The voters elected him to serve. If there is a concern and he has to go through the ethics, we'll let him move through that. Well, two Democrats have already called for the House Ethics Committee to investigate Santos. Back in New York, the calls for the congressman to resign grow louder from his fellow Republicans. He's disgraced the House of Representatives representatives and we do not consider him one of our Congress people. That is the Nassau County Republican Party Chairman Joseph Cairo. Also in New York, a former elections commissioner, a Republican, pleads guilty to ballot fraud dating back to 2020. Jason Schofield was a Rensselaer County Board of Elections member up until last month when he resigned. He admitted to using the names of 12 voters to apply for absentee ballots, acting as each of the voters 
to get the document. Schofield appeared before a judge last September saying he was innocent of the charges. Now that his plea has changed, Schofield is set to be arraigned May 12th. He could be sentenced to five years behind bars, a fine of up to a quarter million dollars, and supervised probation. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. DeMar Hamlin got to sleep in his own bed last night, and the Buffalo Bill released from the hospital. Following the cardiac arrest he suffered on the field, during a game against the Cincinnati Bengals on January the 2nd. Hamlin spent last week in the hospital in Cincinnati before being sent back to Buffalo. Bills coach Sean McDermott indicating that it will be up to Hamlin when to visit the team, saying his health comes first and that, quote, will welcome him back as he feels ready. Hamlin tweeting Tuesday asking people to, quote, keep me in y'all prayers, please. Kevin Uretsky. Fox News. The Bills play Miami in the playoffs this weekend. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Really digging into how do we say if we, you know, and, and your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. Lafayette police were called out to the 200 block of Stagecoach Lane yesterday. They were called there to investigate reports of an unresponsive woman in a car. Well, they arrived at the scene and discovered the body of 30-year-old Megan Goines, the victim of an apparent gunshot wound. It's an ongoing investigation. Crowley police say the juvenile victim of a shooting on Marcel Thomas Street late Tuesday was hospitalized and is said to be in critical condition. Investigators say some 30 high-powered rifle casings were discovered at the scene of the shooting. Police are requesting the public's help in gathering information about what happened. Lafayette police say a driver struck a utility pole on North Washington around 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. The driver was said to be uncooperative with police about the whole incident, However, this man was taken to a local hospital for treatment. Meanwhile, LUS crews were called out to assess and repair that damaged pole. The Louisiana Department of Transportation and Development is talking about a timetable on when things are going to get fixed in terms of what happened on I-10 and I-49. That's the I-10 eastbound overpass at I-49. A truck driving under the overpass caused extensive damage to three out of the eight grinders on the eastbound bridge. Now, DOTD spokesperson Deidre Drouet says the repairs will come in two phases, with the first phase taking place a week from Friday. She got the benefit of a downward departure, which few federal criminals. And we'll talk about that coming up in just a minute. Well, in other headlines, it is an anniversary today, and it's the anniversary of Medicaid expansion in Louisiana. According to the governor's office, that decision seven years ago has resulted in more than 500,000 working Louisianians having access to health care. More than 200,000 have received cancer screenings and treatment, with 180,000 receiving mental health care and treatment. At the end of the day, it's about saving lives and improving health outcomes. That's Communications Director Lauren Leese, who also says Louisiana's uninsured rate went down from nearly 23% to 9%. She says they're expecting the next governor to keep the program. This is a very, very popular program. So I would hope and I expect that it would stay in place. I'm Whitney Thomas. Well, the newest strain of COVID, which is called XBB 1.5, is said to be the most transmissible variant yet. 
So here's more on that story. State Health Officer Dr. Joe Cantor says nationally the newest variant accounts for 30% of cases, but in Louisiana, only 18%. It's growing quite quickly, although I don't think there's much cause for alarm. He says because of treatment therapies, vaccines, and boosters, he doesn't expect this particular strain to overwhelm hospitals either. We don't expect it to be a curveball or to really dramatically change the situation we find ourselves in. And he says similar to how we see a bump in cases after the holidays, he expects to see cases increase during carnival season. I'm Brooke Thorington. Well, the National Federation of Independent Business says that small business optimism for the near future has dropped again for a 12th straight month. State NFIB Director Don McVeigh says their business optimism index dropped another two points for December. A lot of uncertainty out there still, and it's really affecting their ability to manage and grow their business. Business owners expecting things to improve dropped by eight points in the survey. It remained a net negative 51%. The problem, mostly inflation and the high cost of running a business. McVeigh says many hope the economy will improve soon, but if it doesn't... They're going to have folks that just weren't able to make it. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Well, the Warhawks will host the Raging Cajuns tonight on the hardwood. It is the 2000th game in the ULM men's basketball program. Now, Coach Keith Richard says it's appropriate to play a milestone game against their biggest in-state rival. There's been so many years of decades of... Uh, us and them playing each other, and uh, it's probably only fitting that uh, that we play them right here uh, on this milestone night. Now the Cajuns enter the game twelve and four overall, two and two in the Sun Belt. Coach Bob Marlin's team lost their first two conference games on the road, but returned to the Cajun Dome and they picked up a couple of wins. Marlin wants to keep the positive momentum going. Yeah, just so we've got to play better. We, we've got to continue to improve and share the ball and be adaptable to the game. The game changes, the way it's called changes throughout the 40-minute period. we just got to continue to keep adjusting and, and make shots, play good defense. It's really a simple game. ULM is 7-10 and 10 overall, but off to a 3-1 and one in the Sun Belt. Now, Richard says the team has found its identity now. We're defending and rebounding at a pretty high clip. Now we're playing, we're playing guys a lot of minutes, really have shortened our bench. Uh, our two guards are playing, playing well, uh, and uh, it's just fit us, the, what, what we're doing. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can keep that going and, and play a good game. And tip-off for tonight's game in Monroe is at 630. It's coming up now on 610. A cold front will be making its way across Acadiana this morning. With that, some scattered showers, but we're not expecting heavy rainfall nor severe weather, so that is some good news. It is a mild and muggy start to the day, upper 60s and lower 70s, and that will actually be our high temperatures for the day, but we'll be turning cooler behind this cold front. In fact, readings dropping into the lower 60s a little bit later on this afternoon as skies turn sunny. Winds will be breezy out of the northwest, sustained 15 to 20 gusts at times, even a little bit higher than that. And then it's back to a winter chill tonight, upper 30s and lower 40s, and then some nice days, some sunny days, Friday into Saturday. Cooler conditions, though, high temperatures only in the mid-50s. And then we are looking at a patchy frost, perhaps a light freeze, as we head into Friday night and Saturday morning. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. And quality sleep. All right, as you're waking up this morning, you're like, okay, it's Thursday. Look, do you have the best bed? Because if you're not prioritizing sleep in, in this new year, the making your sleep a priority, it's huge. Because it has a massive impact on every aspect of your life. If you're the person that constantly can't sleep, look to your bed. 
Look, a sleep number bed is completely different. You can resolve a lot of the issues. With a sleep number bed, you can actually fall asleep faster. And look, people who have sleep number beds actually get more sleep every single year. That is actual data from research that they have done over the years. So proven quality sleep, that's what you get with the sleep number bed, plus adjustability. Like I get my own sleep number setting. So I am at 50 currently, had to lower it a little bit. It makes a huge difference when all you have to do is press a button if you're uncomfortable, oh, the night before. Or even if you're sleeping in the middle of the night, you're like, man, okay, my back is hurting. Adjust it just a little bit. You're touching your remote or you touch your phone. You can actually raise it or lower it. Same thing for your spouse. So nobody complains. You just get better sleep, proven quality sleep. It is the best way to start every single new day. There's a huge weekend special. Sleep Number is doing this. It's the Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899. You're saving $200. This is a great deal. That's a great bed. There's also special financing that's available. Of course, that is subject to credit approval. You'll have to check that out. But this also comes with free home delivery. (laughs) Yeah. So find out all the details before Monday rolls around. Go to the Sleep Number store. You can do it today on your lunch break. You're going to be amazed how different and amazing these beds are. I've had one for years. I wake up super early in the morning. I know you guys do too. Want something hugely different? Get a Sleep Number bed. They're right at the corner of Settlers Trace and Ambassador Caffrey. Same shopping center as Whole Foods. You need to grab this deal before it gets away from you. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. And double checking what is happening with our traffic this morning. All right, things moving out there. Not so bad, but we still have up on the board a traffic crash with injuries that happened about 3 o'clock this morning. This is reported by Lafayette PD on East Pinhook near Clifford Road. That's East Pinhook near Clifford. Please just buckle up. You don't need special gadgets to be a hero. With unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere, the Capital One Quicksilver card makes you the hero of every purchase. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for It's coming up now on 617, Acadiana's Morning News. Well, good morning, everyone. Thursday morning has arrived. All right, today, Brendan Como has the day off. He'll be back tomorrow, and actually, he'll be in a little bit later, too, for uh, Moon's show. Joining me in studio this morning, the one, the only, Mark Pope. The Pope is in. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, <laughs> Burn, and all the beautiful listeners. Yes. All right, so gotten a few reports of... Uh, uh, traffic situation in the Carmel area. So we're working to track that down. Thank you to the gentleman who called in. Uh, his name, uh, I believe, was Dave. Thank you, Dave. Uh, so we've already made some inquiries into what might be happening at that particular intersection. And you always know traffic can get kind of wild, even in the early morning hours, depending on what's going on out there. All right, so you heard the weather forecast talking about, okay, here come the changes. So get ready because you'll have to use your, um, I don't know, what, what do you call that nose spray that everybody uses? Uh, flow. Uh, I knew you use Flonase. Flonase. I use Flonase. Yeah, so 
uh, probably, you know, because the weather will change mm-hmm. in a big dramatic way as yeah. we progress. Yes, you may need your spray of choice. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes. Oh, man, what a mess. Uh, I tell, tell you. you. Yeah, I tell you. Uh, it's, it's always uh, one of the fun yet not fun for your sinuses benefits mm-hmm. of living in the Louisiana. Yeah, but you, we just look around the nation, Burn, and all the Ooh. snow and the, yeah. the rain and the mudslides and oh, big rocks sliding gosh, yes. down onto the interstate in California. And so we, we just, it's kind of our typical winter. Oh, yeah. And typical winters, aren't they fun and fabulous? Up and down and down and up and up and yeah. down. And I was just remarking on Monday, I'm like, well, we'll see if this uh, cold front actually moves in. But, oh, mm-hmm. it's on its way. It's, it will be short-lived, yeah. but it, it, it shall be here. Yes. Now, when are the MLK Day uh, celebra- celebrations? I mm-hmm. believe the parade is Sunday, is it? That's typically the fashion, yeah. And then yeah. Monday is a day of service. Uh-huh. So you got a lot of folks volunteering their time, mm-hmm. doing great projects across mm-hmm. yes. all of the different areas. Yes. Um, so we'll have that coming up this weekend. And then for those who do have the day off uh, on Monday, I mentioned and referenced those service projects. So there's a lot of great stuff that goes on in our community. People will go around and you know just do different things. Service mm-hmm. maybe to you know raise money for our local food banks, helping folks who might need a hand up. You know, maybe experiencing some homelessness. And, you know, one of the bigger stories yesterday that we were talking about was the um, COVID SNAP benefits. Uh, A lot of people, it has, you know, and that's what can happen. You know, you get in a tough situation, right? You've been using the benefits, but they will come to an end at the end of February on the 28th. So, but officials with DCFS say that if there is a situation, if, if someone is still unemployed in your household, you need to call and check out because there might be an extension of benefits or a way that they can help you if someone is still employed. Sure. Unemployed sure. in your in your family. Yes, and, and that's a that's a good mission. We mm-hmm. need to help those folks who need the help. And uh, that's why we are the great US of A. Yes, and... indeed. All right. Speaking of the great US of A, there is so much going on nationally. Um so we'll talk a little bit more later in the show about some more Biden uh, paperwork, if you will. How about if we just put it that way? Yeah. And uh, see how that ultimately progresses. We'll have a chance to kind of weigh in on that a little bit later this morning. But I do want to talk a little bit about business confidence for small business folks, because as we're looking, we're going to see, OK, what are the latest inflation rates and the indicators are that, yes, things are going down a bit again, thank God. But there is still a long way to go. Mm-hmm. And small business folks are definitely paying very close attention to what is happening with that. And they're still struggling to find employees. It's a hard balance between what you can actually charge for your commodities, your services, versus, you know, versus what you can, can pay in terms of salary. And it's a tough squeeze for a lot of these business folks yeah. and for the people that are looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, with the cost of everything still being so high. Yes. Um, you know, hopefully those numbers continue to come down. But it's still going to take quite some time. Mm-hmm. And what yeah. a delicate balance. A de- delicate balance, indeed. And it's a complicated equation, as I like to say, as far as the in the whole inflation picture. And, you know, there are some, you are right, things are coming down slowly. But out, I believe out west is uh, what the wife told me. I missed this uh, particular story. But out west, and I would, you know, those western states, uh, California, Nevada, so on, 
eggs, my child, are eight and nine dollars a dozen. So painful for those uh, folks there. I don't know if you've gone to the store about a four thirty-five ish is about what I've been paying for. Yeah, a dozen eggs. That's that's a big bite in budgets around Acadiana. No doubt. but but double that. I know it's but one commodity. Oh, no, geez, but, but eggs are so important. rich in nutrients and protein, and they are a staple food. And so, uh, yeah. It, it, but but let us just hope that things do keep coming down the prices, and mm-hmm. because it's been a twenty twenty two was a, an interesting year to say the the least, and uh, to keep it on the positive side. But right. uh, hopefully. 2023 will be a better year, yeah. slowly but surely. Yes, indeed. Um, so we are, as I said, working to get some more information uh, about a crash or a situation, if you will, on Carmel. So getting that coming up in just a couple of minutes. So that'll be something information-wise we'll be able to give you. Today being Thursday, wow, we've got a packed house today with all the different things we'll be doing so in this first hour we will get a chance to hear from acadiana's history professor oh bob the character character ah yes indeed Mm -hmm. i have received no picture yet this morning because sometimes you know uh, around 6 15 or so in the morning he'll send me some wacky picture most of the time it will relate to the subject matter that he will discuss Mm -hmm. later in the morning but other times he just likes to, you know, it's, mix it up. It's off the wall. It could be. You Throw know? the mud against the wall, see if it sticks. Yeah. And to see if I can figure out, does this have anything to do yeah. with what he's going to talk about But later? you know, Bob, being <laughs> the highly intelligent man that he is, also uh, a, 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 he's got such a good soul and, mm-hmm. and he's lighthearted. I, I would think it would be a blast to be sitting in his class in the uh, Bob I character. Would too. I wish class. I could go to his class, one yeah. of his classes, yeah. and hear all the different, you know, aspects of things that mm-hmm. that he teaches. That would be, I think, pretty fascinating. Yes. So Bob will be around coming up, uh, you know, 15 minutes or so. So he'll give us uh, another dose of history a little bit later on. Now, 7 to 8 today is Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory. He will join us. The oh Gosh, pick a topic because there's been one. Um Wow. Uh, Just so much going on in our community. But it's always important to get to your questions and your comments first. So it's an easy way to do it. You can always call us on the show. That's available anytime. Like the gentleman that called us about the traffic situation on Carmel. Um, You either dial the number. It's 232-1542. Or if you have the app, KPEL app is free in the app store. You can touch the phone button brings right into the studio and man people like dave are so terrific giving us the latest with traffic they're you know everybody really are eyes and ears out there yeah and you know i know sometimes it's uh not you know the easiest your first focus needs to be your driving but if you can command your phone to say hey call this number easy enough to do now i walked in when the gentleman call was calling in yes. about the uh, the accident or the traffic slowdown mm. you'd asked him if he saw a crash and he said no and so but well, the good thing wasn't really super sure he just did see a it, police presence if you will right yeah. and a traffic slowdown yep. but yeah. the great great thing about that gentleman who called in he had pulled over into a parking lot 
Yes, what a cool And he dude. said that. Yep. You asked him his location. <laughs> you did your usual investigative, uh, you know, making sure you understood all the nuts and bolts and details. And he said, yes, well, I pulled over in a parking lot here. So he, he pulled over to call. So That's as Bernie guy. said, focus on your driving. If you are at a dead stop, then certainly call. But, but pull over, pull off of the street. If you want to call in and report something, some traffic issue, because uh, we all need to keep be safe out yep, there. Yep. I mean, number one priority mm-hmm. is making sure, you know, you don't get in a, into a crash. Eyes on the road. That's right. Hands on the steering wheel and the mm-hmm. mind on your driving. That's right. Mm-hmm. So seven to eight, we'll talk with uh, Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory taking your calls and comments. And I think we have one or two different updates. I'll look at my folder later. Um, on some prior uh, situations of asking, hey, did such and such happen? Now, I know uh, somebody actually in my neighborhood saw that one of the lights was out, one of the big, tall street lights. Uh, They came in and changed that yesterday. And then LUS had to go out yesterday. That was one of our, uh, you know, top uh, stories because a a driver ended up hitting a utility pole. Then it got weird because the person was super uncooperative, so... But thank God that LUS was able to go out there and get it done and get that light uh, and all of that fixed as well. What a mess. That's always insane. Eddie Thibodeau from the St. Landry Sheriff's Office joining us to talk a little bit about how you can always look at crime and know, okay, this is happening such and such, and you never know. You might have that one small detail to, uh, to crack a crime. As it were. All right, Mark. So did you bring the umbrella with you today? Oh, did I bring my umbrella? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Is it out? It's just so out there. This this is when uh, I think it was when Godshaw's went to the current name uh, right now, Dillard's. Uh-huh. And so, you know, they had all these uh, these discontinuations. So mm. and the, the folks may hear this plop sound. But here is my crocodile umbrella from some Comley's Comley. Uh, some uh, brand, huh? Comoys oh. in London. Check this okay. out. Check this I out. I am. Nice. Okay. And, and I forgot I had my crocodile umbrella in the closet. And I said, oh, look, my crocodile umbrella. Grab that bad boy. So I'm guessing with you, because this was actually in a real closet and you remembered it, you're not like me. I forget I I forget umbrellas everywhere. Well, I, I am one of those people. I end up donating, donating to somebody yeah. who... Doesn't have an umbrella, right? Because I leave it. So I'm sure whatever business I leave it at, that person's like, yeah, a new umbrella. Because I always forget where I leave it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I can go back and say, hey, I forgot my umbrella. Keep, keep one in the trunk. <laughs> but, I need to. But my Comies or Comoys of London. Oh. I mean, look at that. Wooden handle. Look, Mr. Crocodile. I'm telling you. Uh, uh. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. All right. It's coming up now on 630. Another quick look at headlines. We'll have Cartridge World Trivia today. We'll go in the topic train and lots of history. And you can phone in this morning. More on Acadiana's Morning News on the way. Breaking news. Traffic troubles as they happen. And your Acadiana forecast. Just one tap away on the free KPL News app. Downloaded today in the App Store and Google Play. 
Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. From the Cape Hill Newsroom, I'm Bernadette Lee. Lafayette police were called to the scene of the 200 block of Stagecoach Lane yesterday. They started an investigation after reports came in that an unresponsive woman was in that car. Well, they got there and then discovered the body of 30-year-old Megan Goines, the victim of an apparent gunshot wound. It's an ongoing investigation. Crowley police say the juvenile victim of a shooting on Marcel Thomas Street late Tuesday has been hospitalized and is in critical condition. Investigators say some 30 high-powered rifle casings were discovered at the scene of that shooting. Police are requesting the public's help in gathering information about what happened. Lafayette police say a driver struck a utility pole on North Washington yesterday. It's about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. A driver was said to be uncooperative with police about the incident. He was taken to the hospital, though, for treatment. Meanwhile, LUS crews were called in to assess and repair the damaged pole. The Louisiana Department of Transportation and Development has announced a timetable for repairing the I-10 overpass at I-49. The first phase begins a week from tomorrow when damaged pieces will be removed and barriers will be adjusted. Phase two won't likely start until after Mardi Gras. DOTD is hoping to be able to do much of the work at night to try to ease traffic congestion. Former State Senator Karen Carter-Peterson has been sentenced to 20 for her conviction on wire fraud charges. Peterson has has to report to jail by March the 6th. Peterson admitted funneling more than $140,000 in campaign funds to fuel her gambling addiction. Well, nobody won last night's Powerball. That jackpot will go to $404 million Saturday. The Louisiana Lottery did confirm that in Tuesday's Mega Millions drawing, there were three $10,000 winning tickets sold in Louisiana. They were purchased in St. Rose, Metairie, and Thibodeau. You're up to date. I'm Bernadette Lee. A cold front will be making its way across Acadiana this morning. With that, some scattered showers, but we're not expecting heavy rainfall nor severe weather, so that is some good news. It is a mild and muggy start to the day, upper 60s and lower 70s, and that will actually be our high temperatures for the day, but we'll be turning cooler behind this cold front. In fact, readings dropping into the lower 60s a little bit later on this afternoon as skies turn sunny. Winds will be breezy out of the northwest, sustained 15 to 20 gusts at times, even a little bit higher than that. And it's back to a winter chill tonight upper 30s and lower 40s and then some nice days some sunny days friday into saturday cooler conditions though high temperatures only in the mid 50s and then we are looking at a patchy frost perhaps a light freeze as we head into friday night and saturday morning from the storm team three weather lab i'm meteorologist bradley benoit on news talk 96.5 kpel news talk 96.5 kpel right now traffic We've got a report of a crash with injuries. This is East Penhook at Clifford. That's East Penhook at Clifford. Got a report of Wedgwood Drive at Johnston. A fender bender there. That's Wedgwood Drive at Johnston. Moss at Castile. Got something there. That's Moss at Castile. And also a report of Carmel Drive. So please... Make sure that you're buckling up when you see more stuff. 232 1542. 
Please get the KPL app. Easiest way to get in touch with us. Just command your phone to get it. It's free in the app store, and then you can talk to us 24-7. Dad, this is fun. I didn't think I liked kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Tomorrow? <laughs> Let's check with Mom. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to return the kayak. Let's make sure you have everything. Yep. Can we walk home? How about a taxi? 233 North Maple, please. It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Also, find fun activities to do like boating and biking or camping and hiking. Plus much more. It's all right in your naturehood. Best day ever. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Exactly dancing, but uh, there was some furious riding because Superman. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, Bob Carricker, Acadianus History Professor. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Bernie. Us. You are welcome. With his theme song today. Yeah. Today is the uh, the first day of classes for me. All right. Yeah. I mean, classes began at UL yesterday, mm. but my my first class is this morning. Is so this I'm morning. happy and eager to be. Back at it? I guess so. Yeah. How do you usually start when you're, you know, first time with a new set of students? Do you <laughs> do you say frightening things to them? Like, no, no. you will follow this evil syllabus. I don't. You know, it, okay. it's funny you ask me that question. Uh-huh. I'll tell you the, the honest answer, the answer you don't expect oh. here. And and it's this, this is how I start. And I, I start this way because this is how my father told me. Yeah. When I was first first beginning, and I was incredibly nervous. Right. Still get nervous, but it, you know you under you understand it. You work with it. It's not. Yeah. But yeah. at the beginning, you know, just completely nervous. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And I, oh my I always remember. Um, my my dad called me on the phone that morning, and just going, "All right, you know, it's going to be all right." And he said, "Here's what you got to do. You've just before you clear your head, and just tell yourself that you love these students." And, and he he went on to it is and and it's true and I, it, it sounds it sounds sort of hokey, mm-hmm. um, no, but what? what he was saying is clear your mind, rem, just remind yourself you're there for them, you love that they're there, you love them learning, and you're a part of it. 
And so I sincerely, just before I go in, I sort that's of remind remind mm-hmm. myself of that. So that's how I, th- that's what I do. Okay. <laughs> and then I go in and I say, and don't walk out of class and don't go to the bathroom during class and <laughs> you put your phones away and that. none of this and none of that and none of this and none of that. And then I, back in my head, I you love you. You don't do. I but love see, you. you have the terminal degree. <laughs> you, you love education. I would say 90, 99 point whatever odd percent of people who get Get the terminal degree, love education, but you, and so you translate that love of education into the people. I guess who but, you are teaching. I, I guess, but you know, yes, you're right. You're right, Mark. Um, though I think every, we all love education. We don't all necessarily love going to a history class and being harangued by a guy with a PhD. Oh, but yeah, we but. all love to learn stuff. I mean, that's that. Everyone does, whether they they love school yeah, to, learning yeah. or book learning, as as to, Henry Ford to varying to degrees. It. Yes, um, yes, yeah. You are correct. To You're correct, sir. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, so that's that's uh, that's where I'm headed uh, today. What, Eight o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. Mark and I just want to come and you know hang yeah, out. Yeah, we talked about that. that. We just want to be there often. But I love. We know we can. I know, and I, and and for me, you say that, and I I love the idea that you think you want that. Uh, <laughs> but really, and you we notice don't. right, and you notice that I never really encourage you to come and do yes, that. Yes, we and, have and noticed it's, that. It's not because of you; it's because of me. Okay, <laughs> I think he might need uh, some uh, bolstering of the old self-esteem. I see. I don't well, know. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Radio loves you. No, I don't. Because of one thing you said, so classes began on Wednesday, January 11th, yesterday. yesterday that's right. You had no classes, and that's then right. today is your first class. So that's my right. assumption is you have no Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes this semester. Is that correct? Sir? That is correct. Okay. All right. That is correct. Ding. No, no Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes. But you'll be Tuesday and Thursday to the gills. To the gills, exactly. Nice. Yeah. Okay, let's talk a little history today. All right. We've heard... So what, what, what is this? So I, th- 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 yeah, automo- it's kind of automobile history. Okay. But, I love it. Like so, it so I'll tell you kind of why I, I, I like this stuff. But it, it is, it's today. Today in history, in 1904, Henry Ford. Mm-hmm. And Henry Ford, of course, is the person who founds the, the Ford Motor Company and, you know, this, this automobile industry and legacy that we're all semi-aware of, and we certainly could be following one of his cars today. Not That's his right. cars, but, right. you know, his company cars is mm-hmm. the legacy of his The of his millions initiatives. of vehicles. That right. Are, yeah. But, but it's, it's on this day in 1904 that he sets a land speed record. At that time, at, wow. at that time, and okay. so so here's the thing. So bef- and, and and what I think is is fascinating is these you know people. We're not all like this. We all have more within us than sometimes we probably think we do. But we're not all like Ooh. Henry Ford's, right? And okay, and I mean yeah. these these are innovators. These are, are people who push forward and truly create you know worldwide legacies and dominance, and 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 it's impressive. Yes. So. But, you know, he didn't start where he finished, and his start was a little bit different than sometimes, you know, we maybe give ourselves, yeah, 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 insight into. So he had started a couple of different automobile companies. He had Hmm. started the Detroit Automobile Company, and, and it failed. 
Mm-hmm. But but he came back a year after it failed, and he created the Henry Ford Company. Mm-hmm. And this is nineteen oh uh, this is nineteen oh one, and 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 he's in that for a couple of years. But then he has disputes with his own internal people, and he mm-hmm. he says, "That's it, I'm pulling the plug, and you can have this." And he walks away, <laughs> and his and his second company it becomes the Cadillac Motor Company. Okay. Right? Cadillac. So, mm-hmm. you know, these GM, are all, all, yes. all interrelated. Yeah. Um, and then he, he goes and he creates the Ford Motor Company that we have today. Yes. More or less. He is an auto racer and he is taking on automobile racing in the name of sort of, you know, perfecting the technologies and also in the name of drumming up interest in his automobile. I mean, that's, it, that, it that won't sounds... be until 1908 yeah. that he creates what becomes his true legacy, and that's the Model T Ford. Yeah. And, and the mm-hmm. important thing about the Model T Ford was it, it was a car that he was able to mass produce and sell it at a price that your average consumer mm-hmm. could actually have it. And so then all of a sudden it became a... a an item, a yes. vehicle yes. that the common man could have. And that changed, truly changed the landscape for, for everyone, everywhere. I mean, but in the meantime, I think that's what people want. Give me my mark on history. You know, right. that's why this guy is always so interesting. So in the meantime, he is, he's auto racing yeah, and he takes uh, an auto racing car that he and a, a, a colleague have built um, it's the the nine 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 the nine 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 wow the red uh, the the red devil the yellow arrow the nine 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 he takes this car and it is wood it's wooden okay it, it's, it's gigantic it actually has a steam engine on it there's no actual body but the frame is wooden yeah. and he takes it to an ice track and I have to tell you I haven't I haven't figured the ice track out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. Um, but he takes it to an ice track because he's in Michigan, and so the lakes are frozen over. Might as right? well it's, go there. It's January yeah. the twelfth. Okay. And everything is frozen solid, <laughs> um, and he sets a one mile land speed record of. Tell me. Ninety one point three seven miles per hour. Say what? <laughs> That's pretty With a steam good, engine, right? Crazy. Right. Well, it is crazy, but it's also crazy to think that. I mean, certainly nobody's driving that fast any, you know, today themselves. But, <laughs> but there may have been a Wait time a when I was driving across West Texas, and I may have hit that speed and put my hand up, one hand on the wheel, of course, and said, "Take that, Henry Ford." Yeah, try mm-hmm. that down the Ambassador Cafe on a Saturday. <laughs> no, no, no. Early in the morning when you're trying to get there before everybody else does. Just saying, maybe that happens. So, but I interrupted your story. No, sir. that's all. Right. That's all right. It's all about being interrupted. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, so he does this, and the record stands for yeah. about a month. About about one only month? one month. About right. About <sighs> only one month. It is. It is beat a month later in Florida, and a person goes ninety two point. Three miles mm. per hour. Oh. So these are very these are baby steps forward. Right. But think right. about it: it's wooden cars, steam engines. But what it did for Henry Ford was the publicity that the publicity that he got for that really gave a boost to his. You know, this is his third automobile company, the the Ford Motor Company. It, it gives a boost to it. It brings tremendous tremendous attention to it. 
and he's able to get more investors and he pushes the company forward, forward because because of all that. Wow. Um and and so at the end of at the end of his life, yeah. Uh he was he he was talking just right at the very very end of his life, he was talking to his his um um colleague that he had made this race car with. Yeah. And he said that um <laughs> You, he said to him, "You made me, and I made you." Meaning that they they yes, were at the, the forefront. They were right. They were working together. They yes. did this. You made me, and I made you. You know, mm-hmm. it's a very you know sort of mm-hmm. nice thing to say to, to mm-hmm. the person that you had worked with so long ago on such a momentous sort of movement. And and his 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 colleague said to him, "No, no." Old ninety nine made both of us. Wow! And that was that was ninety nine 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 nine. Old nine 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 made both of us, and that's because that was the car that, <laughs> with that land speed record mm-hmm. today, sort of you know helped turn mm-hmm. the 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 fortunes. In that's making- fascinating. Now you said wood wooden frame. Did <laughs> uh, balsa wood is a light wood? I believe it has a lot of tensile strength for the lightness. That, but do you know yeah, what I, wood? I, you I don't, don't know. know what wood Maple it was. Wood, but I, balsa I wood. Yeah. But light was not the name of the game at the time. True. <laughs> yeah, true. So, true. And 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 here's the thing: the the current land speed record. And I might be off on this. I don't fo- I don't follow this. I know that there are people who are real devotees of it. But is about seven hundred and sixty miles an hour. Gee but whiz! Tremendous, right? Yeah, leaps Gosh, forward. Yeah, as, yeah, as, as, yeah. As to where we are. Crazy craziness. Now, here a little. Unless you had another thought, no. I have a little trivia on Ford. All right. What is what is a big? If you go buy a bag of uh, charcoal nowadays, what is a big brand name that comes to mind? Can you think of one? Royal. Right. It, I, maybe I, it's, or... it's Kingsford. Kingsford. Yeah. Kingsford. Kingsford was. Here's how Kingsford began. There were wooden early cars had wooden frames. Right. And you would trim the wood. And you'd have excess pieces of wood. They would char the wood. Ford Motor Company would char the wood and sell it as charcoal. Right. So Ford sold that business to Kingston, but that's how it had its beginnings. Yeah, that, that's right. right. I Ford rem- charring the wood and selling it as y- charcoal. Yes, I remember. I'm so glad they did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember that. And I think, it, again, it, and it's fascinating, right? Because yes. you can still go to your local store and you get a giant bag of Kingsford charcoal, right. and it's it's connected all the way, yeah, back to Henry back Ford, to the Henry Ford, Ford. Motor Company, all of yeah. this. And so look, I took a uh, I took a, a swamp tour once, yeah, um, and they were pointing out that th- th- there was a connection uh, back to the early Ford cars that Henry Ford had come become aware of the moss, right? What okay. the Spanish moss yeah. in Louisiana hanging from all the trees, the trees, the trees. And seats. Yeah, and they would stuff the seats with the Spanish moss. Yes. But it was sort of, it was a combination of things uh, because wow. the crates that they would make to uh-huh. send the, uh, the, the moss up to Detroit mm-hmm. was made from the wood available, which was cypress, <laughs> right? Which is, I mean, incredibly yes. valuable, incredibly oh impressive. Mm-hmm. And so he really, he really, really wanted those cypress boxes. He wanted the cypress, mm-hmm. you know. But he would he would get the the the, 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 the Spanish moss and use that for the stuffing. But then he would repurpose the 
Cyprus into the the running boards and different components of the car right. as well. Yes, as I've always said, everything comes home to Louisiana. Right, fascinating. Mm-hmm. As always, Acadiana's history professor Bob Carricker. Thank you. Ninety one point three seven miles per hour in a, in a steam you. engine. Mm-hmm. In, a st- in a steam engine. Incredible. Right. History is amazing. Thank you for bringing that to us every Thursday. Absolutely. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful first day of class. I will. It's going to be a good day. Indeed. Yeah. Give us a synopsis later in text message if you're not exhausted. All right. Uh, yeah, he's like, no way, lady. Uh, <laughs> it's coming up now at 6.55. <laughs> Bring your umbrella this morning, but then the cool front will be moving in. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. This week, I've been talking about the new AI search site, ChatPT, and how it could literally destroy Google. And if you don't think anything could take Google down, think again. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit tmobile.com slash 55 today. If you're over 30, you might remember Ask Jeeves, AltaVista, Yahoo, InfoSeek, and like a few others were the hottest spots to search the web. And then Google, so popular that it's not only a noun, it's also a verb, as in, I Googled it. But now word has leaked out that while publicly top Google execs are cautioning the public about using chat GPT, internally, they're calling it a code red situation, a threat to Google's very existence. Google has grown non-innovative and lazy, leaving a wide technology gap. Google put all these websites I just mentioned out of business, and ChatGPT just might end Google. Keep the tech smarts going with my daily podcast. It's called Kim Commando Day. Having trouble picking a New Year's resolution? This year, do what I did and get CarShield. Stop worrying about how much it will cost to fix your car when it breaks down. CarShield offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month that cover more parts than ever before, from alternators to big-ticket items like your transmission. And with prices on everything still rising, it's great to know you can lock rate with CarShield and will never go. Plus, when your car breaks down, you get coast-to-coast roadside assistance, courtesy towing, and rental options at no extra cost. This year, get coverage through CarShield and protect your car for an affordable price. CarShield has my back. car breaks down. They can have yours, too. Go to carshield.com kim or call 800-858-2550 to save 20% on your plan. That's carshield.com slash Kim or 800-858-2550. That's 800-858-2550 to save 20%. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This the Fox Business Report. Well, is waiting for signs that inflation is cooling. The Consumer Price Index for December is released today. Economists believe core inflation, excluding food and energy, rose 5.7% in December. That would be the lowest in a year. Walt Disney had a new chairman in response to investor demanding changes. Nelson Peltz, an activist investor, wanted to be placed on the board. Instead, Disney elected corporate veteran Mark Parker as its new chairman. 
chairman. Parker has been a Disney board member for seven years, executive chairman of Nike. Starbucks CEO Hal Schultz says employees ignored his previous request to return to the office. Now he's demanding they return three days a week. The new policy takes effect January 30th. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosola, invested in you. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 1K or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401K with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy at one, two, three. One app, one call. Take your precious metals. That's it. Now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. News Talk 96.5. KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Even more classified documents found. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, found by President Biden's aides a second batch after the first set were located in a Washington think tank office he used for a few years after he was vice president. So I think there's just tons of questions we have. Republican Congressman Jim Jordan just asked on Fox. Where's the raid? Where's the pictures? Where's the special counsel? What's a batch? What's that mean? We know it's more than one. So is this is this two documents? Is this 2,000 documents? What's the location? Why was it lawyers doing the moving from the first location? Jordan referenced special counsel. One was appointed in November to investigate former President Trump on several fronts, including the classified materials the FBI seized from his Florida resort. It's a lot better in airports, though nearly 600 more flights are delayed this morning as airlines still catch up from yesterday's computer outage that grounded planes for hours and delayed more than 10,000. Flights. The FAA says that flight system went down as a result of, quote, a damaged database file. It says there's no evidence of a cyber attack. Fox Business Network's Radio Trimble at Chicago's O'Hare Airport. The picketing is over in New York City for 7,000 nurses ending a three-day strike at two hospitals that have agreed to pay raises and hire more nurses amid big staff shortages. Governor Kathy Hochul hailed the tentative agreement this morning. It's the first time they've ever agreed to staffing ratios, so this agreement is historic. It's historic, and that's the progress, that's the breakthrough we're able to achieve. We'll get an update on inflation later this hour, expected to show consumer prices are not spiking like they were in an historic surge last year. Forecasts for the CPI say it may show year-over-year -year inflation for December dropped down to 6.7%, compared to November when it was just over 7%. But that drop may not be enough to keep the Federal Reserve from raising interest rates at its meeting at the end of this month. That's Fox's Jill Nato. America's listening to Fox News. Some people get COVID and thought, well, that wasn't such a big deal. But you can get COVID again, and next time it could be worse, especially for those 50 and older or with a chronic condition like heart disease or diabetes. But with an updated vaccine, you have better protection from COVID's worst outcomes, and that's a big deal. Find updated COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
Democrats predicted an end to high inflation, but nothing has changed. In fact, food and housing prices are still going higher. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings from inflation by diversifying into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, simply text the word SHELTER to 989898, and you'll get a free info kit on gold IRAs that will explain everything. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. Russia continues to bombard Ukraine. It's been targeting civilian infrastructure for months, knocking out power and water service, and trying to take over a city and town in eastern Ukraine. But Russia has also suffered a lot of casualties and setbacks from Ukrainian counteroffenses. So it's replacing its top general there. General Sergei Sirovikin is known as the Butcher of Syria for his brutal command of Russian forces in the Middle East. But under Sirovikin's watch, Russia's had to retreat from Kherson and made little progress elsewhere. So the invasion is now in the hands of General Valery Gerasimov, the chief of the general staff of the Russian armed forces. Russia says the move is to help improve how effectively its forces are managed. Some analysts, though, pondering if this is a sign of dissatisfaction from the top. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Scott Eisenberg has only about three hours left to live. He's supposed to get a lethal injection in Oklahoma this morning for murdering a couple in Texas 20 years ago. He then shot his ex-girlfriend's son and mother before he was captured. They both survived. Eisenberg admits he did it, says he apologizes profusely. An accused killer is due back in court in Idaho in three hours. Brian Koberger is charged with four counts of first-degree murder and the stabbing deaths of four students who were killed in the early morning hours of November 13th inside a home near the University of Idaho campus. He's due in a Latah County courtroom so the attorneys can discuss how to move forward with the case. Koberger, who remains in jail without bail, was arrested on December 30th at his family's home in Pennsylvania and extradited to Idaho. Court papers say DNA, surveillance video, and a roommate's account of seeing a masked man inside the home at the time of the murders were among the evidence used to make the arrest. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. On Wall Street, ahead of the inflation report later this hour, stock futures are rising. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. Lafayette police were called out to the 200 block of Stagecoach Lane yesterday. They were called there to investigate reports of an unresponsive woman in a car. Well, they arrived at the scene and discovered the body of 30-year-old Megan Goines, the victim of an apparent gunshot wound. It's an ongoing investigation. Crowley police say the juvenile victim of a shooting on Marcel Thomas Street late Tuesday was hospitalized and is said to be in critical condition. Investigators say some 30 high-powered rifle casings were discovered at the scene of the shooting. Police are requesting the public's help in gathering information about what happened. Lafayette police say a driver struck a utility pole on North Washington around 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. The driver was said to be uncooperative with police about the whole incident. However, this man was taken to a local hospital for treatment. Meanwhile, LUS crews were called out to assess and repair that damaged pole. The Louisiana Department of Transportation and Development is talking about a timetable on when things are going to get fixed in terms of what happened on I-10 and I-49. That's the 
I-10 eastbound overpass at I-49. A truck driving under the overpass caused extensive damage on the eastbound bridge. Now, DOTD spokesperson Deidre Drouette says the repairs will come in two phases, with the first phase taking place a week from Friday. Well, in other headlines, it is an anniversary today, and it's the anniversary of Medicaid expansion in Louisiana. According to the governor's office, that decision seven years ago has resulted in more than 500,000 working Louisianians having access to health care. More than 200,000 have received cancer screenings and treatment, with 180,000 receiving mental health care and treatment. At the end of the day, it's about saving lives and improving health outcomes. That's Communications Director Lauren Least, who also says Louisiana's uninsured rate went down from nearly 23% to 9%. She says they're expecting the next governor to keep the program. This is a very, very popular program. So I would hope and I expect that it would stay in place. I'm Whitney Thomas. Well, the newest strain of COVID, which is called XBB 1.5, is said to be the most transmissible variant yet. So here's more on that story. State Health Officer Dr. Joe Cantor says nationally the newest variant accounts for 30% of cases, but in Louisiana, only 18%. It's growing quite quickly, although I don't think there's much cause for alarm. He says because of treatment therapies, vaccines, and boosters, he doesn't expect this particular strain to overwhelm hospitals either. We don't expect it to be a curveball or to really dramatically change the situation we find ourselves in. And he says similar to how we see a bump in cases after the holidays, he expects to see cases increase during carnival season. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Well, the National Federation of Independent Business says that small business optimism for the near future has dropped again. For a 12th straight month. State NFIB Director Don McVeigh says their business optimism index dropped another two points for December. A lot of uncertainty out there still, and it's really affecting their ability to manage and grow their business. Business owners expecting things to improve dropped by eight points in the survey. It remained a net negative 51%. The problem, mostly inflation and the high cost of running a business. McVeigh says many hope the economy will improve soon, but if it doesn't... They're going to have folks that just weren't able to make it. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Well, the Warhawks will host the Raging Cajuns tonight on the hardwood. It is the 2000th game in the ULM men's basketball program. Now, Coach Keith Richard says it's appropriate to play a milestone game against their biggest in-state rival. There's been so many years of decades of... Uh, us and them playing each other, and uh, it's probably only fitting that uh, that we play them right here uh, on this milestone night. Now the Cajuns enter the game twelve and four overall, two and two in the Sun Belt. Coach Bob Marlin's team lost their first two conference games on the road, but returned to the Cajun Dome and they picked up a couple of wins. Marlin wants to keep the positive momentum going. Yeah, just so we've got to play better. We, we've got to continue to improve and share the ball and be adaptable to the game. The game changes, the way it's called changes throughout the 40-minute period. we just got to continue to keep adjusting and, and make shots, play good defense. It's really a simple game. ULM is 7-10 and 10 overall, but off to a 3-1 and one in the Sun Belt. Now, Richard says the team has found its identity now. We're defending and rebounding at a pretty high clip. Now we're playing, we're playing guys a lot of minutes, really have shortened our bench. Uh, our two guards are playing, playing well, uh, and uh, it's just fit us, the, what, what we're doing. And uh, you know, hopefully we can keep that going and, and play a good game. And tip-off for tonight's game in Monroe is at 6.30. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock 
and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. Scattered showers this morning will give way to sunny skies into the afternoon. It's going to be turning cooler throughout the day as well. Temperatures eventually dropping into the 60s by the afternoon. Winds will turn breezy out of the northwest. Sustained 15 to 20, but gust at times even a little bit higher than that. And then it's back to a winter chill overnight tonight. We'll see those lows dropping into the upper 30s and lower 40s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Time now for a look at traffic. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. So Lafayette police are out investigating a fatal crash on East Penhook. This is East Penhook near Clifford. And please just know that they're asking people to avoid that area. Again, that is East Penhook at Clifford as they're working to determine the circumstances of a fatal crash in that area. So until things are completely cleared up, they are asking drivers to please av- just avoid that area. We've also got some other traffic tie-ups. We have a traffic crash with injuries in Youngsville. This is Shadow Bluff in that area by East Pond de Mouton. We've got a fender bender Moss at Castile. We've got also Wedgwood at Johnston Street. So you have to worry about that area. We've got North University between Renault and I-10. That's a fender bender area. That's North University between Renault and I-10. Let me correct myself on the crash in Youngsville. It is the Youngsville Highway at Sable Palms. That's the Youngsville Highway at Sable Palms. Um, Please just be careful out there always if you have something else for us traffic-wise you can let us know. We've now been told, too, there's another crash. This one is a fender bender, West Penhook at East Collie Saloon Road. That's West Penhook at East Collie Saloon Road. So just drive defensively out there. Be careful. Buckle up. You have the app. A lot of people sending us info now and people calling us, too, at 232-1542 just to give us the latest info. Thank y'all so much for being our eyes and ears out there. Your national anthem is brought to you by Hulco Printers, serving Acadiana since 1972. Buy local, shop local, support Acadiana. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight
It is coming up now in 725. And just a reminder to folks who are heading out and about, uh, please know that um, there is a situation with a traffic crash that has happened in the area of East Penhook at Clifford. They are still investigating that. Lafayette police officials are asking asking drivers to avoid the 1800 block of East Penhook, which is right near the intersection of East Penhook at Clifford. So just be aware that that is what they're asking folks to do this morning. All right, it's time now for Lafayette Live. Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory joining us in studio. Well, good morning. Good morning. Nothing ever happens in Lafayette, ever. All good. (laughs) Um, So wanted to ask you a couple of quick questions about what happens when people get reinstated, like, okay, so we have a police and fire civil service, and they make a decision, and then things proceed as it goes along with these officers coming back in. Uh, Officer Estrada, who had been out of, um, uh, not not currently functioning his, his job and his position, but then was reinstated uh, by the board this week. So... It's not something you oversee. It's not something that you're on that board. But we just wanted to get your general thoughts about how that process works. And is that still a good process? So it's uh, so you're you're referencing one department. So we have 12 departments in, and I know you know Sorry. that. But just to remind everybody, so we have 12 departments in Lafayette Consolidated Government. One of those departments is the police department. Each department has a director. That particular department has a special title, chief of police. Not being a smart aleck, just no, no. just remind everybody. Gotcha. Yeah. And at the time, the that particular director, the chief of police, made the decision. And um, that officer uh, appealed that decision. It took, takes a little bit sometimes. And in that case, just like every other civil service employee in, in Lafayette Consolidated Government, there's a process. And it went to the, uh, in this case, the Police and Fire Civil Service Board. And that board is, um, I believe it's consists of five people, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, they're all appointed. And um, as if you have a majority of that particular board, you can, over, you can overturn the decision of the director. And that's what happened in that particular case. So... Is that, uh, um, and I'm just asking because yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. Is that something that still works? I mean, or could, could there be a different process or, or do you not really have a thought on that? But well, I'm just sure. curious. You know, and I'll tell you what I've come to come to realize is that, you know, the thought might be bigger than one person, me included. So it, it would take a, take a dialogue of, of several people to, um, to inc- several entities to include the council, uh, maybe some, well, in this case, legislative action. Um, you know, the, the conversation is always healthy in the sense that can we get better is, is three unelected? Because if it's five, you just need three. So if it's three, is three unelected, uh, by the people, individuals, is that the best way to proceed in these cases? And, uh, the answer is, you know, I don't know. So maybe maybe we should talk about a little bit more. Uh, I will tell you my appreciation of, of the situation is that the, the board gets it right more than it gets it wrong. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll say that. And that's my, my understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, fortunately, we don't have these situations occur a lot. So even, even in, the, in the past where things were, uh, were, where maybe some changes were going on, uh, you know, it, it, even then it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as maybe it, it is perceived to be. But, um, you know, the process works out. Sometimes it's it's a little slower, but yeah, I think that's a healthy dialogue. All right, well, nothing I, wrong with that, Mark. Just a little quick input, uh, Mayor. I, I, I think just you left out. I think a factor in the equation. You said that the chief of police made a decision about a particular officer, and that is true. 
But still, with Lafayette Police, they still go through the Lafayette Consolidated Government Civil Service System, of which they are advised yeah. by the Human Resource Department. And so, you know, uh, you, you don't make a decision in a vacuum. They've got to consult with, because there, there, is, there is an appeals process, and you have to look at, you know, what evidence is there and so on and so forth. And so... Uh, they are advised by civil service, and then there are even attorneys that civil service, or, or excuse me, the personnel department or human resource department can consult with. So there's there's multiple players in the decision process. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, and that is certainly true. Um, I the the footage, uh, KLFY was there uh, in the Estrada officer Estrada case yesterday, and I saw their footage um, from KLFY of Mr. Estrada, Officer Estrada, actually, as the video uh, was was seen by the, the folks on the board, and saying, look, it's not something you want to do. I tried several times to de-escalate the situation. But in, a, in that situation, he knew it was going to come down to him or the person. That's what he testified to. Those are not my words. That's what he testified to. And so every situation is different. And so this man was saying, listen, this is what was happening. Here's what you can see. Here's what was happening. And he said it was either going to be my safety or I've, I've got to touch this person to get the situation calm so that we can proceed to to go on with the process, and the board obviously said, "Look, this is this is you're back on the force because this is what we see too." And then there's the process. So That's there's, right. There's the oversight, and you know, I'll just take a take a little moment just to just to note. I mean, how man, how how quick things happen with these law enforcement officers. I you, you know, I, I always ask people put themselves in that situation when you could go back and play the tape slow motion. And look, I'm not mm-hmm. hey, I'm not here to justify no, no, no. illegal just, activity. Okay, right? and, and everybody and can make their own opinion. Everybody right? can make their own opinion. Sure. But but uh, you know, I think we should all remember that our officers who put their lives on the line, um, you know, they sometimes have to make decisions that are that are split second and. There should there should be a a level of empathy and understanding given to to these brave women and men of our our law enforcement not not just our police department it goes to the sheriff's department and, and departments across our our great country absolutely mm-hmm. it's a job I know that I could never do and I don't you know the uh, I think media is criticized and rightly so for you know it's easy to be the Monday morning quarterback. Well, it's also sensationalism too. too. I mean, and, and when you're selling ads, you know, sometimes there's motivation there that to, to cover some stories, a little clickbait. But um, you know, look, let's be eternal optimists here, which I like to be. Mm-hmm. And and you know, maybe we're all. I know, I know, I've learned from my mistakes, and and you know, Lord knows, I made plenty. I'm probably got plenty more in the bank uh, to spend. So uh, you know, maybe we can just all learn and go forward and, and give everybody a little grace. I think that would be. I think that would be great from a professional standpoint, from a mm-hmm. personal standpoint, and and let's, um, especially in this community, let's let's understand that how special of a community we have, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, like really, you know, I know we're you know we're we're a small parish geographically, but we are heavily populated. 
We have three major TV station networks here, which is probably oversaturated. Uh, but they do a healthy job of competing with each other. Uh, but, you know, sometimes when there's nothing to report, you know, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Doesn't mean we have to go find headlines. And, and you know, I'm not saying that that's what happened this time, but just thought it was worth noting. But, um, you know, the folks see that. Though. The folks see that we have such a special community. And But these law enforcement officers, man, they're, look, they're our heroes. Um, we just we got their back and and again not condone anything uh, no illegal policing mm-hmm. or anything like that but in in situations where you you know you can always play back the tape real slow motion and not understand the context and not understand the situation thoroughly it's really easy to be critical. You know you know it would be a good thing, Mayor, and for possibly for a future show when you come on here for Lafayette Live is bring in statistics of how many calls the Lafayette City Police Department gets. And and then you you look at the, the the problem issues that come up. It is a very 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 did I say very small percentage, and so because Lafayette City Police do respond to a lot of calls, I, I would like to see those stats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But all will be well. True. All right, let's go to. We always have traffic questions. Yes. I don't care what show it is. Let's do it. Um, and so this is mine too. Now some of these streets we can't you know. These are state streets, so we don't have like, you know. It's okay. We're all on the same team. Uh, But this is kind of a general question about the markings on the pavements. Okay. When you're going down the roadway in Lafayette, this doesn't specify a particular area, but it just says in general, um, is there an idea of what a contract is for this or is this all done by Public Works? And if so, like, how often does it get done? I love that question because I'm like, sometimes I'm like, hey, these are so bright and I can see them. Yeah. And other times you're like, man, I can't tell. Right. I think that's every city in America. Mm-hmm. You talk about on the sidewalk, on the curb, things yeah. like that. Any on, lanes on and streets. traffic. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, let me tell Left you. Turn. Now, now, now I know why you're saying state, you know. Yes, um, okay, so if it's a local road, it's ours. Mm-hmm. And that's usually through traffic roads and bridges. And mm-hmm. Public Works will, will work in conjunction with them. But uh, Trav will go out there and, and stripe it. Uh, we do have uh, it's you know contract um, you know contracted out with the private sector. Uh, I don't I don't know who who does it. If we mm-hmm. I think we have multiple ones, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and uh, so Warren manages that, does a good job. There are a few uh, state roads that that, and I'm not I'm I'm, I'm smiling because I want to be make sure I'm a good team player here. I get frustrated too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kali Saloom's one of them. <laughs> that you know, especially when it rains, man, you cannot see. I know. Hey, you know, it's we had that with Point to Mouton Willow one time, and and had to go out there and, and do some work, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, so I look, I'm with you. Best best answer I can give is if you see something, you know, give us a call, call three one one, report it. Uh, they act really, really fast, and and uh, whether it's parking, you know, little parking spaces, mm-hmm. if it's curbs, you know, we had we had a question the other day. Someone asked me, I think it was downtown. You know, can we park here? Can we not park here? Because the mm-hmm. yellow stripe, yeah, some of it was painted, some of it, yeah, some of it was. It, you could clearly see it was painted at one point, and uh, turned out that you know that under you know you reevaluate our guys reevaluated and and that those particular spots didn't need to be blocked anymore, uh, but because the constituent brought it to our our. We missed it, so the constituent brought it to our attention, went out there and kind of polished it up a little bit, made it a little bit more clear that you, know, you can park here, can't park there. So, hey, look, feedback helps. Please call in. So thank you to the, to our constituent mm-hmm. that messaged in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how you said that about, you know, Kali Saloon because, oh you know, I mean, it's everybody's deal when you drive yeah. on the streets. Oh, yeah. Um, if someone can't see where they're driving, you know, it's, uh-huh. it's more than just one person. Yeah. 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 
Absolutely. Hey, and and in know, my case, I just try to just stay in between the lines, period. And anybody that's ridden with me is, is probably like is this happy guy. Then, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I need one of those where the tracks when you're on the kid, you know, the yeah. car, you just put it on there and it just kind of yeah. just press go and stop. Yeah. 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 So, so Mayor, you mentioned, uh, War- hello, Warren. Warren Abadie does a great job. So here's my report from being a resident just off Dulles Drive. All Dulles right. Drive is top notch. Oh, tell is, us more. It, Wait, it, it yeah. is like just, that part of it looks good. Oh, looks it's great. gorgeous from uh, Ambassador Caffrey down to 93. Now, it's still closed past 93, which is also called Westgate. Yeah. There's still construction going on. So I'm not sure when that will be open. But from, again, from Westgate or LA 93 down to Ambassador Caffrey, that section of Dulles is gorgeous. There's a turn lane all the way down the road so you don't traffic doesn't back up during rush hours morning and afternoons you can get in the turn lane and the both and traffic going in uh, both directions can proceed without having to stop so it's it was long overdue yes it took a, a little while but it was done properly and it's gorgeous and working as it should work and kudos to to my partner over there my teammate mayor jan reshore and sky because that whole area uh, not not the portions of Dor- Dulles which you're referring to, but when you get further down, closer to Westgate, Westgate yeah. specifically, that was a joint effort, team effort. And yeah. look, those are examples across our parish. Our municipalities are working together, man. We're we're finding efficiencies. We're doing more with less, literally doing more, paving more, and mm-hmm. costing less because of the partnership. And uh, you know, in the past, and not pointing fingers, but there's a lot of examples uh, where you know folks with uh, the government would stop at city lines and. and you know, that's fine, but if the road, if your residents use that road, you know, the the other municipality may have a need, too. And mm-hmm. you, you can't imagine, I mean, you can only imagine how much cost savings there is when you work together and you sure. don't stop the work right there. And then mm-hmm. the other municipality just picks up the torch and carries the project through, through yeah, their yes. municipality. So, and you're good right. job, Mayor. LA 93 or Westgate is smooth as a baby's butt. That is under the jurisdiction of Scott. And they upgraded that. And so you, you turn off Dulles onto 93 and head on down into Scott. You're headed toward Cameron Street at that point, and it is just a gorgeous street, so Scott did a great job. It is coming up now on 739. we got to take a break. We'll talk with Hemi Parvo coming up in just a bit on Acadiana's Morning News, Lafayette Live. Oh, real quick, too. Yes, ma'am. Um, wow. So, Mardi Gras, I mean, everybody's all excited and ready to go, and... You got some great looking beads from the yeah. bead buster guy. Yeah, the bead and, king uh, came in. It looks like there was one with your name on it. There sure is. So Mardi right. Gras, uh, pay, not paid with government dollars, right, right. you know. So <laughs> <laughs> just throwing that out there. Uh, yes, we, we have some beads some added to the arsenal. Hopefully we can find you out in the crowd and get you one. Yeah, loving it. All right, coming up now on 740. Live and local every day in Acadiana. And the only place you can voice your opinion on your favorite KPL shows. We're your home for news and talk in Acadiana. This is KPL. It is coming up now on 742 Acadiana's Morning News. We're going to talk traffic real quick. We've had several major situations this morning and more additional crashes to add to our list. I want to start with the 1800 block of East Pinhook this morning. That's East Pinhook at Clifford. There was a major crash around 245 this morning as far as what the circumstances are, how the crash occurred. 
that they are still working on right now. So uh, Lafayette police are asking people to avoid the area of East Penhook near Clifford. That's East Penhook near Clifford. Uh, it, the photographs that we have received are just stunning. Let's put it that way. Uh, one fatality involved in that situation. Um, and it was just a horrific crash. Um, so please proceed with caution in that area. Also now getting some new information uh, about a fender bender this morning. Uh, this is right at West Willow at Northwest Evangeline Thruway. That's West Willow at Northwest Evangeline Thruway. We've also got a fender bender at West Penhook at Kali Saloon. That's West Penhook at Kali Saloon. Now, as we look at Broussard, there's a crash with injuries. It is on South Bernard before you're getting to Ambassador Caffrey. A crash with injuries, again, on South Bernard before you are getting to Ambassador Caffrey. Still some other things that are up on the board as all of these crashes are being worked. In Youngsville, a crash with injuries, Youngsville Highway at Sable Palms. Uh, wherever you are traveling to get to work today, please buckle up. Keep it safe out there. Got to make sure that... Um, that everybody's paying attention to their P's and Q's this morning. Thank you so much for all of the information. Everybody app chatting this morning. You guys cannot believe how important that is for your fellow listeners of KPL. Just getting the info out there so people can avoid some of these areas. Uh, thank you to Scott uh, letting us know that things are moving well in his area this morning. He's our number one app chatter. So to everybody, much appreciated. All right, switching the conversation this morning. Uh, Mark Pope is sitting in for Brandon Como, but... Brandon will be back a little bit later in the morning. And uh, so, Mark, the Pope, is yes. in with us Good this morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning. But we are not alone, Popus. No. <laughs> we have Sammy. Sammy is here. Hello. 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 Sammy Parbo is, of course, uh, if you have not known this before, he is the Bicentennial Coordinator. And uh, he's, you know, with the International Center right now. This Bicentennial for us. Okay. So give us a scope. Because Mark was kind of asking you this before. Mm-hmm. And you were kind of responding, this sounds like it's going to be so huge, and it sounds like you guys have so much in the works it is. right now. So we're basically taking what's going on already in the community, and we're just going to boost it and try and make it all a celebration of the Bicentennial. So make the theme of a lot of the festivals and talks or whatever mm-hmm. to do with our history, yeah. celebration of our culture and food, you know, all the things that make this place great mm-hmm. and attract more people to come visit us, even yeah. though they do a lot. But we want more people to come and see how great this place is. Mm-hmm. As I've always said, I know that New Orleans is always the number one tourist destination for people visiting Louisiana. But boy, Lafayette, man, right? Yep. Yeah, we yep. keep chugging along. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, we may be number two, but one day we're going to be number one. Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Happen. It can happen for sure. So, so when is the bicentennial, Sammy? So uh, next Tuesday, the seventeenth, is actually the official uh, bicentennial day. So there'll be a flag raising at City Hall. All the mayors are going to be there from all the because it's just the parish bicentennial. That's true. It's That's Lafayette true. Parish bicentennial. So we so got to remember all that. of us. Yeah. Absolutely, which is even better. It's a bigger <laughs> net of people. So we're going to do that. That's the official day. And from that point on, there's going to be events going on all through the year. And the way to find out about all this, we have a webpage called Lafayette1823.org. I love that. Yeah, easy enough to remember. <laughs> and you're going to see that logo. You're going to see that uh, web address all over. You're going to see it a lot, hopefully. That's our goal. So that people can go and you can see what's co- coming up. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm on this show, too, is what I'll try and tell you all what's coming up for the next few weeks in advance. Yeah. So you get an idea and you can plan around it. Okay. There's going to be some amazing things coming up that I cannot talk about yet. <laughs> But you big tease. I'm telling you, it's going to be some really amazing stuff. 
Well, mm-hmm. I guess so if we've got a, a year long of fun, great activity. So exactly. anything you can give us an idea of maybe in the next week or two. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go till about a little bit of February. Okay. So we're partnering with Cinema on the Bayou, which is a, a, a film festival that happens in downtown Lafayette. And they get filmmakers from Canada, all over, really. And they're pretty known. I didn't realize how known they are in the film world, especially in the French-speaking world. So we're partnering with them to bring a um, the opening night movie, which is going to be called Rage in 13, which is a movie. Awesome. Which is really cool. <laughs> and then we're also doing the finale. The last film will be called Roots of Fire, about the music scene here. Oh, with all the young musicians who are keeping the French music going. So see, this is what we're trying to do. is like we're partnering with people but to bring the history, to show the history of art and celebrate all that. And we're also going to be doing the Louisiana Night. We're sponsoring the Louisiana Night or partnering with them, really, mm-hmm. the Louisiana Night. So we're, we're doing things like that. And with these guys, later in probably uh, like Veterans Day around that time, mm-hmm. we're going to get the movie Mon Cher Camarade, which is a movie. Have you heard about that? I've only heard, but tell us, please. It's about during World War II, the Cajun uh, World War II soldiers... Yeah who helped the U.S. Army because they spoke French and were able to translate, be spies and all that and played a major role. And see, like, another way of celebrating our cultures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. I think, I Fascinating. I, yeah, I cannot wait oh, no. for that. That's, yes. It gives Special. me chills. It's giving me chills just talking yeah. about it. So, so Sammy, you are an employee of Le Centre International. We oui. Or, or, or uh, the, <laughs> the International it. Center. Your boss is Dave Domingue. Dave's, Dave. Dave's been there, I don't know, what, about 100 years? <laughs> he think. succeeded uh, Philippe Goustin, who That's was right. there for a number of years. So talk a little bit about how these projects come up. Are there, are there committees, and uh, where do you get your input about all the events that will start next Tuesday and continue throughout 2023? So uh, Dave gave me a list of people to contact, first of all. We were trying to get a committee, but things are rolling so fast. So fast, wow. And then the holidays showed up, you know, mm-hmm. it's like we're, so I just reached out to the leaders in the community and asking them, and I, I mean, I've been in this community for quite a while, long enough to know a lot of what's going on yeah. and have contacts. So I've just been reaching out in different ways to get this stuff going on. And um, I got to also, before we all forget about this, the Mardi Gras, Friday of Mardi Gras, which is February 17th. Yeah. It's just the kickoff parade. It's going to be, the theme's going to be the bicentennial. And we're going to have the five cities of, of the parish going to have a float among all other floats. So it's going to be, this is going to be a big one for the Friday night, which is, you know. Uh, it's going to be amazing. So, yeah. you know, kind of piggybacking on Mark's question, can we get involved? Can people say, oh, this or that? I mean, we know we can definitely go to all the events, but if somebody's thinking, maybe I could add something to this, is there an opportunity maybe? There might be. Well, one thing we're going to be doing is at a lot of these events, mm-hmm. like at festivals, we're going to set up a tent. Mm-hmm. And I'm partnering with UL and getting some mass communication students. We're going to record stories. I love We want to have the stories like uh, my wife's grandmother told me before she passed away how, you know, she would be beat if she spoke French in school. Yeah. They'd walk 45 minutes a day to go to church every day and all that. These kind of stories are we need to remember them and share them to with the younger generations. So, they so that's a way. Yeah. So come if you see that tent, and if your mother or grandmother told you stories, or if mm-hmm. they're still alive, come share those stories. Mm-hmm. If you have old photos that you'd like to share, do that. We're trying to build a collage of all these things so that we always can look back at this and remember where we were. Sure, I, I would hope to. Um, and leading up 
to, you know, November, uh, definitely y'all come to some of these festivals. Look for the booths, especially if you have relatives who they were there on D-Day. Um, because there are so many stories. You're right. You were talking about just the, the folks who, you know, could were bilingual and all the different things they could do. And and the men um, uh, from this area, um, you know, that day storming the beach. Absolutely. I mean, there's That'd some stories mm-hmm. out there that we I should know. honor that and all that, which would be a beautiful yeah. way. Y'all go. Y'all go to all these events and make sure mm-hmm. that, you know, your grandpa's story has been told. Or if your grandmother was a nurse, exactly. you know, there are so many great stories. Right, right. So I have to ask. A dumb question, but there, as I say, there are no dumb questions. So we are celebrating the bicentennial, and on Tuesday, this is 2023. So tell me what happened back in 1823. What are we celebrating, Sammy? So St. Martin Parish, out of St. Martin Parish, which was a lot bigger, Lafayette Parish was created in 1823, and that's what we're celebrating. So it's the, it's the, the, the beginning of the parish and how it gradually became what we are today. So from the Atakapal region to mm-hmm. the St. Martin and, yes. if you will, the establishment of Lafayette Parish. Yes. Fascinating. Isn't it? Isn't it? It's, it's incredible. And I'm reaching out to all the different communities and cultures here to celebrate and know our history, like the Atakapal, the Ishak people, and all kinds of We have such a amazing mixture of beautiful things that happen here. Yes, absolutely. We should celebrate it. Yeah. Let the world know. Are, uh, are you going to do a publication of our history? Will we be able to access that online at some point? We are working on also doing some pamphlets that can be either bought. We're yeah. going to put some in the library. So it won't be made very thick books, but it'll be a pamphlet. We want to do one on each of the cities, their Love history, that. how they came about with some old photos, and then do that with the different communities. When did they come and what did they contribute I want to. I want to buy that. Oh man, <laughs> that's a good way I can for fifteen ninety nine for man, you wait. today. Right, <laughs> my price range. But wait, God. you can get two. We, we need to know our history, and this is yeah, great really. that you guys are doing this. And and you know it'll continue throughout this year. And mm-hmm. uh, I will be at some events. I guarantee. Wonderful. Uh, Lafayette eighteen twenty three dot org, y'all. Lafayette eighteen twenty three dot org. I'm gonna tell you one time more this morning. Lafayette eighteen twenty three dot org. Listen, get involved. Look at the list. This is really all of us and y'all come start telling those stories, no matter what the story is, because how many of us over the years have heard those stories from our parents or our grandparents? I did. I got beat (laughs) if I spoke French, you know, and and what has been done with getting the French immersion over the years in our schools to make sure we we bring back and celebrate and continue to celebrate that history and that side of ourselves too. And I'm sure there's a whole bunch of other great stories too. Exactly. Sammy, thanks for your time yeah, today. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I actually got chills and I keep getting chills. Nice. Good stuff. Thank you. It is coming up now in 754 from the International Center, Sammy Parvo. And he is, of course, coordinator for our Bicentennial, which is a super experience. One more time though, Lafayette1823.org. And You'll be hearing a lot more about that, too. This is your number one news, weather, and traffic source in Acadiana. This is News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. The loudest voices on the biggest issues. We're listening to your concerns. And that's why it's so important for us to say that we hear you. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. 
I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Wall Street will be reacting today to the December Consumer Price Index. The Subway sandwich chain could be sold, and the business could be worth more than $10 billion. The Wall Street Journal says the company has advisors to explore a sale. Subway's peaked in 2012. The business has been owned by its two founding families for more than five decades. T-Mobile could be buying Mint Mobile. Bloomberg is reporting that T-Mobile and Mint have been in discussions. Actor Ryan Reynolds is part owner of Mint. Chip maker Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing is seeing weaker demand and is predicting its revenue could drop as much as 5% in the current quarter. TSMC slide tech giants, including Apple. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosa. Invested in you. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. News Talk 96. KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Still that massive tie-up situation in the 1800 block of East Pinhook. That's kind of near the area of Clifford. There's a fatal crash there that's still being investigated. A couple of other traffic hotspots to report to you. In Broussard, 300 block of Overbrook, a traffic situation there. Also, West Willow at Northwest Evangeline. Deflation in December. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Consumer prices actually dipped slightly last month. And a report just out showing inflation overall tanning a bit more from last year's historic surge. The consumer price index declined one-tenth of a percent in December. Prices were up six and a half percent in the year ending in December, down from the summer when the CPI rose more than nine percent. Though inflation has been cooling in recent months, Federal Reserve members have indicated they will need to see continued declines in prices before they can pull back on raising interest rates to fight inflation. That's Fox's Ginny Casola. We also got an unemployment update. First-time claims dropped slightly last week to 205,000. Republicans are demanding a lot more information after a second batch of classified documents found by President Biden's aides. We aren't told where. The first set was located at a Washington think tank office he used after he was vice president. GOP Congressman Troy Nails just told Fox. A search warrant needs to be drafted. We need to get into his offices and look to see if there are even more documents. You found one batch, you find a second batch, there could be more out there. And then let's get a special prosecutor formed. In November, a special counsel was appointed to investigate former President Trump months after classified documents were seized from his Florida resort. It's a much better day after at airports, though there are still about 600 flight delays, a ripple effect from a government computer outage that grounded planes for hours. FAA officials say a preliminary review points to a damaged database file that corrupted both the main system and its backup, but that there was no evidence of a cyber attack. Yesterday, there were more than 11,000 delays or cancellations in the first national grounding of domestic air travel in about 20 years. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, Brian Koberger is due back in court today in behind Idaho for a hearing in the case against the accused killer, charged 
charged with murdering four University of Idaho students at a home in Moscow in November. America's listening to Fox News. Some people got COVID and thought, well, that wasn't such a big deal. But you can get COVID again, and next time it could be worse, especially for those 50 and older or with a chronic condition like heart disease or diabetes. But with an updated vaccine, you have better protection from COVID's worst outcomes. And that's a big deal. Find updated COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Democrats predicted an end to high inflation, but nothing has changed. In fact, food and housing prices are still going higher. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings from inflation by diversifying into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, simply text the word SHELTER to 989898, and you'll get a free info kit on gold IRAs that will explain everything. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. There's more nursing and no picketing in New York City. After 7,000 nurses ended a three-day strike working on a tentative agreement with two hospitals that have agreed to big pay raises and to hire more nurses, Governor Kathy Hochul's happy. The nurses wanted to get back to work. The hospital wanted to welcome them back. This community needed to know it was being taken care of. So this was a very much a top priority of our administration. It's back to school this morning for kids in Des Moines, Iowa. But it wasn't a strike that canceled classes there this week. Des Moines Public Schools back in session following the district canceling class for two days, citing a cybersecurity incident that knocked out its internet and network. Reps emailing parents they've made significant progress in restoring the network, but explain Wi-Fi will be offline when students return, telling them to expect an offline learning experience. Interim Superintendent Matt Smith not revealing if any data was compromised, telling reporters the district is operating as if this was a ransomware attack, explaining state and federal authorities are investigating. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. He was a six-string warrior and will be missed. That's what Jimmy Page says about Jeff Beck. Consider one of the greatest guitarists ever. They played together in the Yardbirds. That was their hit, Heart Full of Soul. Jeff Beck died just months after just recording an album with actor Johnny Depp. His publicist in a statement said, on behalf of his family, it is with deep and profound sadness that we share the news of Jeff Beck's passing after suddenly contracting bacterial meningitis. He peacefully passed away. Beck, born in the UK, began his career in his late teens and in 1965 replaced Eric Clapton on guitar for the Yardbirds, but left them in 67 and went solo, mostly recording instrumental records. He was 78 years old. Michelle Polino, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are rising. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. Lafayette police were called out to the 200 block of Stagecoach Lane yesterday. They were called there to investigate reports of an unresponsive woman in a car. Well, they arrived at the scene and discovered the body of 30-year-old Megan Goines, the victim of an apparent gunshot wound. It's an ongoing investigation. Crowley police say the juvenile victim of a shooting on Marcel Thomas Street late Tuesday was hospitalized and is said to be in critical condition. Investigators say some 30 high-powered rifle casings were discovered at the scene of the shooting. Police are requesting the public's help 
in gathering information about what happened. Lafayette police say a driver struck a utility pole on North Washington around 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. The driver was said to be uncooperative with police about the whole incident. However, this man was taken to a local hospital for treatment. Meanwhile, LUS crews were called out to assess and repair that damaged pole. The Louisiana Department of Transportation and Development is talking about a timetable on when things are going to get fixed in terms of what happened on I-10 and I-49. That's the I-10 eastbound overpass at I-49. A truck driving under the overpass caused extensive damage on the eastbound bridge. Now, DOTD spokesperson Deidre Drouette says the repairs will come in two phases, with the first phase taking place a week from Friday. Well, in other headlines, it is an anniversary today, and it's the anniversary of Medicaid expansion in Louisiana. According to the governor's office, that decision seven years ago has resulted in more than 500,000 working Louisianians having access to health care. More than 200,000 have received cancer screenings and treatment with 180,000 receiving mental health care and treatment. At the end of the day, it's about saving lives and improving health outcomes. That's communications director Lauren Least, who also says Louisiana's uninsured rate went down from nearly 23% to 9%. She says they're expecting the next governor to keep the program. This is a very, very popular program. So I would hope and I expect that it would stay in place. I'm Whitney Thomas. Well, the newest strain of COVID, which is called XBB 1.5, is said to be the most transmissible variant yet. So here's more on that story. State Health Officer Dr. Joe Cantor says nationally, the newest variant accounts for 30% of cases, but in Louisiana, only 18%. It's growing quite quickly, although I don't think there's much cause for alarm. He says because of treatment therapies, vaccines and boosters, he doesn't expect this particular strain to overwhelm hospitals either. We don't expect it to be a curveball or to really dramatically change the situation we find ourselves in. And he says similar to how we see a bump in cases after the holidays, he expects to see cases increase during carnival season. I'm Brooke Thorington. Well, the National Federation of Independent Business says that small business optimism for the near future has dropped again for a 12th straight month. State NFIB Director Don McVeigh says their business optimism index dropped another two points for December. A lot of uncertainty out there still, and it's really affecting their ability to manage and grow their business. Business owners expecting things to improve dropped by eight points in the survey. It remained a net negative 51%. The problem, mostly inflation and the high cost of running a business. McVeigh says many hope the economy will improve soon, but if it doesn't... They're going to have folks that just weren't able to make it. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Well, the Warhawks will host the Raging Cajuns tonight on the hardwood. It is the 2000th game in the ULM men's basketball program. Now, Coach Keith Richard says it's appropriate to play a milestone game against their biggest in-state rival. There's been so many years of decades of... Uh, us and them playing each other, and uh, it's probably only fitting that uh, that we play them right here uh, on this milestone night. Now the Cajuns enter the game twelve and four overall, two and two in the Sun Belt. Coach Bob Marlin's team lost their first two conference games on the road, but returned to the Cajun Dome and they picked up a couple of wins. 
Marlin wants to keep the positive momentum going. Yeah, just so we've got to play better. We, we've got to continue to improve and share the ball and be adaptable to the game. The game changes, the way it's called changes throughout the 40-minute period. we just got to continue to keep adjusting and, and make shots, play good defense. It's really a simple game. ULM is 7-10 overall, but off to a 3-1 and one in the Sun Belt. Now, Richard says the team has found its identity now. We're defending and rebounding at a pretty high clip. Now we're playing, we're playing guys a lot of minutes, really have shortened our bench. Uh, our two guards are playing, playing well, uh, and uh, it's just fit us, the, what, what we're doing. And uh, you know, hopefully we can keep that going and, and play a good game. And tip-off for tonight's game in Monroe is at 6.30. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. A cold front will be making its way across Acadiana this morning. With that, some scattered showers, but we're not expecting heavy rainfall nor severe weather, so that is some good news. It is a mild and muggy start to the day, upper 60s and lower 70s, and that will actually be our high temperatures for the day, but we'll be turning cooler behind this cold front. In fact, readings dropping into the lower 60s a little bit later on this afternoon as skies turn sunny. Winds will be breezy out of the northwest, sustained 15 to 20 gusts at times, even a little bit higher than that. And it's back to a winter chill tonight, upper 30s and lower 40s, and then some nice days, some sunny days, Friday into Saturday. Cooler conditions, though, high temperatures only in the mid-50s. And then we are looking at a patchy frost, perhaps a light freeze, as we head into Friday night and Saturday morning. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. Double-checking traffic. Uh, the investigation going on, there was a fatal crash in the 1800 block of Pinhook earlier this morning, so Officials still asking for people to avoid that area. Do want to let others know there is a traffic situation there. That's East Pinhook near Clifford Road, which is closer to the area of uh, Carmel in that area. So please just buckle up. Just know that if you have to go through that area, it might get a little slow down there. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. It is coming up now on 818 on Acadiana's Morning News. Cloudy skies, 68 degrees. As you were listening to the weather just a bit ago, you know it's going to get breezy and cool later today. Low tonight, 39-ish, 40-ish. Nice gumbo weather. Eddie Thibodeau, St. Landry Sheriff's Office, joining Mark Pope and I in studio this morning. Hello. Hello. I brought something for y'all. What? You brought something? The, the, the rain. rain. Oh, the rain. That the was, rain. You know, Get out, Eddie. Metropolis of Eunice. <laughs> Get out. That's uh, it's above y'all. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. He so caught me off guard. That's cute. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so, Eddie, we like to talk to you about what's happening in the crime world. Every week, you guys feature a new Crime Stoppers. Uh, what is happening at St. Landry Crime Stoppers this week? Uh, December 22nd. Mm-hmm. Um, a motorist, uh, she found herself... I'm going to say in the wrong neighborhood. Mm-hmm. She said she was lost, and then mm-hmm. she noticed some people following her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she tried to lose them, but uh, she couldn't. And then all of a sudden, these 
uh, people, uh, we're thinking three people because we found three different caliber of, of, of weapons, mm-hmm. uh, of, of projectiles and stuff in the car. And uh, they started shooting their car. And uh, she was struck. So um, we need your help. Uh, we aired it last night. We'll put it on our Facebook page. This happened at the intersection of Sugar Mill Road and 357. Mm-hmm. Um, about 34 times. Uh, 34 shots? Shots, yes. Uh, so, uh, you know, and again, we always talk about, you know, whatever these people do, whatever. I mean, you're shooting blindly. In this yeah. case, it was blindly in a car that had nothing to do with whatever they thought was, was you know, maybe whatever. a mistaken identity or yeah. something. But, yeah, maybe. 34 times struck the lady. Uh, she's all right. But, uh, man, I'm talking it, it busted the back glass, the driver's side, the front that's, fender, everything. So uh, That's terrible. Really, right. We really need you to, uh, to see if you can... You know, unfortunately, there's not. We don't have any suspects. Any, uh, she couldn't recognize a car, um, so we really have no leads on mm-hmm. this. So just to see if maybe you heard something, mm-hmm. somebody. You know, people like to brag, you know, or people like to say, "Man, we shot the wrong car." Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you, you know, if you know anything, let us know. Uh, that's our. That's one of our enhanced tips mm-hmm. because it's a. You know, uh, we started this at St. Landry. If it's a gun violence, we're going to give you twenty five hundred dollars. We're not going to go awesome. up up to twenty five. We're going to give you straight up twenty five hundred dollars for the arrest in this case because uh, we're trying to curb that gun violence. Uh, anything with gun violence now, uh, St. Leonard Crime Stoppers Board is up in the uh, up in the ante and, and trying Amen. to get yeah. Because I if these guys not to cut you off, if these guys no. just going to shoot randomly, at, at randomly somebody, uh, yeah. and we have that in, the, in and we talked about it last week, just drive by shootings. Should, uh, well, let's talk about this. Uh, we we investigated our first murder. Uh, it was at uh, Monday. Yes. And uh, there was about eleven to fifteen shots that was shot at this guy, mm-hmm. but only six hit him. Yeah. So okay. guess where all the other bullets went to? Mm-hmm. In the houses of the neighbors, oh, Lord. In the vehicles and stuff. So you know, the dude just drive bys and and just get out and just blindly just shoot uh, at someone. There's other people around that neighborhood. There's other kids. You know, Sheriff, uh, when he does uh, some safety talks, mm-hmm. uh, a lady actually approached him and said, you know, I'm tired of me and my 12-year-old daughter sleeping on the floor. Yeah. And that's a true story. I know. Sleeping on the floor of her I house. I remember you telling because me that. Because she is, she is scared that bullets go through the house. And, in fact, one of our crime stoppers we worked a while back ago, that the girl was sleeping on a couch, mm-hmm. and it hit the couch, but it hit right above the couch into the wall, and if she was sitting up, she would have got shot. Mm. So this is 2 in the morning, so luckily yeah. she was sleeping. But how heartbreaking and terrorizing is it that a mom has to actually walk up to the St. Andrew Sheriff and say, listen, this is our reality because right. of crazy people who are willing to just break the law. Just shoot blindly. Yeah. And those right. criminals... <laughs> Those not, you know, they don't care. No. You know? They, they don't say, well, I have, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I heard you talking about officers this morning and mm-hmm. Josh, uh, Mayor President. Um, we have to go through a lot of training. We have, yes. And when we fire a weapon, we just can't yeah. shoot, uh, you know, blindly mm-hmm. at someone. We have to be on target because we know that every other, every bullet that misses our target, God forbid that we do have to shoot someone, that if it's hit, if it hits another building, if it goes through someone's window and something, we're responsible for that bullet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, w- when you when you talked about the residents being 
it really, it, what, you, what you're saying in essence, Eddie, is in fear for their lives. Mm-hmm. Think right. of the officers who are out there every day tasked with enforcing the law and keeping law and order in a community. And it's, crime is just rampant throughout our country. And it's even trickling down here in, in God's country in Acadiana. And so think of the challenge that a police officer has to do in his or her daily tasks yeah. with that increasing crime and with those crazy criminals yeah. out there who are just, for no reason, shooting at automobiles and homes. You know, we, uh, we, have, a, we have our monthly uh, gun class, our concealed class, mm-hmm. uh, sponsored by the sheriff's office uh, Saturday. And that's what I speak to, uh, to the people. You have to make a split decision. You know, we have to make a split mm-hmm. decision that's going to take a jury or a judge Weeks, a month to, to decide. Mm-hmm. So you know, and and like Caleb with the rustic renegade, we go into uh, law and attorneys and and court cases and stuff. But Mark, you're right. We we go through training every month. We go through de-escalation techniques. We do not want to wake up in the morning. I guarantee you, I, we don't have a police officer that wakes up and says, "I'm going to go shoot somebody." Right, right. We always try to de-escalate because that's the last thing that that police officers uh, want to do. But the training that goes of the the split second decision, we got to hand it to our guys and the the people that um, that are protecting themselves. Uh, I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you saw the uh, Houston uh, shooting that this guy was sitting in the rest eating, and this guy was uh, coming here robbing everybody, yes. and he pulled his gun out and he shot the assailant. Mm-hmm. Now the guy they're, they're saying the guy only had a uh, uh, airsoft, but you don't so know. what? How do yeah. you know that? You, you don't know that. You don't so, see uh, and to criminals. Sorry. I mean, you know, and I'm I'm not trying to be flippant or whatever, right. but don't even go in thinking you're going to convince people this is real. And, that's you right. know, that's that's one of the dangers of why you don't do something like that. You don't know if it's no. airsoft. You don't know if it's unloaded. All you know is your fear, mm-hmm. you in fear of your life. And it's a nightmare, right? It's a nightmare. Total nightmare. Eddie Thibodeau with St. Landry Crime Stoppers. Thank you for your time Always. this morning. Appreciate Always. that. It is coming up now on 8 Implicit bias. We like it because, well, we like it. We take pride in Catholic conservative guy stuff. So this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, grab a weekly whiskey and see if your implicit bias aligns with ours. Implicit bias. Saturdays, 10 a.m. News Talk 96.5 KPL. It's coming up now on 828. All right, Craig Spadoni with Beadbusters joining us. I know you're working hard for Mardi Gras already. All right, so. We are, we are. Good morning and happy Mardi Gras. <laughs> happy Mardi Gras to you. Do you got like uh, great beads? And uh, well, look, what am I saying? I got some sitting right here. They're beautiful. <laughs> Tell us about the these Acadian flag beads, man. So, yes, we have the Acadiana, the four rubber Acadiana flag beads in the shape of the state of Louisiana with the Acadiana flag on them. We got them in uh, the red, white, and blue Acadiana colors. And then we also got them in purple, green, and gold, light-up beads. They're a huge hit. Uh, we just shipped a bunch of them to Washington, D.C. for the D.C. Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've, this is our second year, I believe, we've had them. And uh, we got lots of cool light up bead, light up everything, anything in the under anything under the sun you can think <laughs> of, or Mardi Gras parade, or Mardi Gras related apparel, sequin jackets, the uh, shoes, the glitter shoes are a huge hit, uh, flying off the shelves, both locations, you know, because the OG in Youngsville, 
And uh, then we got the Beads Galore in Scott. Two stores are better than one. Oh, yeah, indeed. Okay, let me ask you real quick, too. Let's talk a little bit about the customer service. How does that work? Like, I mean, I know when we come into the store and we're looking for something in the off season, you guys are great. But what about when it is Mardi Gras season? How do y'all help out with the people that are going to be on floats? So you just come in. We can guide you if you have questions. We can uh, kind of recommend what to throw for, for nighttime parades, daytime parades, different municipalities around the, the city, uh, the parish, and the Lafayette parades. We kind of, you know, we kind of give you an average of what what to spend, uh, give you an average, give you high end, low end, and kind of guide you. Um, uh, you know, we'll load your float if you're one of the crews. You buy here, uh, the city of Lafayette and the uh, municipal areas around will load your float for free, no charge. Buy from us, buy from the Bead King, and we'll get you taken care of, no charge. Excellent. Well, Craig, thanks so much. Appreciate it, man. Thank y'all. Y'all have a good one. You yeah. too. All right. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I want to load the float for you. Man, the that's, King. That's, that's, that's the best. I'm flashing over here, Burn. I see yours. You got, I'm flashing. flashing. Got the I'm four, jealous. Yes. The red, white, and blue. They're beautiful. Cadiana. Uh, Cadiana flag. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, yeah, it's gorgeous. And I'm flashing. There are three modes. There's a flashing mode. <laughs> then there's a slower flash then yeah. there is the lights stay on consistently or if you hit the button the fourth time the lights go off which is so beautiful. these are super spiffy indeedly all right coming up now on 8 31 headlines on the way we'll play a little trivia <laughs> hey everyone let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment you see every moment can be kind of special but they can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments. It doesn't matter. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. From the KPEL Newsroom, I'm Lafayette police were called to the scene of the 200 block of Stagecoach Lane yesterday. They started an investigation after reports came in that an unresponsive woman was in that car. Well, they got there and then discovered the body of 30-year-old Megan Goines, the victim of an apparent gunshot wound. It's an ongoing investigation. Crowley police say the juvenile victim of a shooting on Marcel Thomas Street late Tuesday has been hospitalized and is in critical condition. Investigators say some 30 high-powered rifle casings were discovered at the scene of that shooting. Police are requesting the public's help in gathering information about what happened. Lafayette police say a driver struck a utility pole on North Washington yesterday. It's about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. A driver was said to be uncooperative with police about the incident. He was taken to the hospital, though, for treatment. Meanwhile, LUS crews were called in to assess and repair the damaged pole. 
The Louisiana Department of Transportation and Development has announced a timetable for repairing the I-10 overpass at I-49. The first phase begins a week from tomorrow when damaged pieces will be removed and barriers will be adjusted. Phase two won't likely start until after Mardi Gras. DOTD is hoping to be able to do much of the work at night, try to ease traffic congestion. Former State Senator Karen Carter-Peterson has been sentenced to 20 for her conviction on wire fraud charges. Peterson has to report to jail by March the 6th. Peterson admitted funneling more than $140,000 in campaign funds to fuel her gambling addiction. Well, nobody won last night's Powerball. That jackpot will go to $404 million Saturday. The Louisiana Lottery did confirm that in Tuesday's Mega Millions drawing, there were three $10,000 winning tickets sold in Louisiana. They were purchased in St. Rose, Metairie, and Thibodeau. You're up to date. I'm Bernadette Lee. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. A cold front will be making its way across Acadiana this morning. With that, some scattered showers, but we're not expecting heavy rainfall nor severe weather, so that is some good news. It is a mild and muggy start to the day, upper 60s and lower 70s, and that will actually be our high temperatures for the day, but we'll be turning cooler behind this cold front. In fact, readings dropping into the lower 60s a little bit later on this afternoon as skies turn sunny. Winds will be breezy out of the northwest, sustained 15 to 20 gusts at times, even a little bit higher than that. And then it's back to a winter chill tonight, upper 30s and lower 40s, and then some nice days, some sunny days, Friday into Saturday. Cooler conditions, though, high temperatures only in the mid-50s. And then we are looking at a patchy frost, perhaps a light freeze, as we head into Friday night and Saturday morning. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Um. <laughs> All right, it is time for some Cartridge World trivia. Cartridge World, they can help you save money on ink for all your printers. All you got to do is check them out. Ambassador Row Shopping Center. You can go to cartridgeworldusa.com. The no printer program. What? Yeah, check them out. I'll tell you all about it. Okay, earlier this morning, Bob Carriker, KDNS history professor, was in. And, you know, he was talking about the history of Ford. So I said, hey, why not do some trivia questions about Ford? Oh, good. And you're a car guy. Oh, yeah. Big car enthusiast. Let's do it. Okay. So here's question one. Question one. Are you ready, Mark? Yes. All right. I think you're going to like these. These are cool. All right. Question one. The Ford Model T was manufactured in how many color options? Is it A, one, B, three. Yes. C, five. Mark, how many color options? Well, it's a version of, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with C, five, but it had to be in that uh, one shade of black. So yes. it's one color. <laughs> you get any color you want long as it was black. There you go. I'm yeah. liking that thought process. Mm-hmm. Good one. Adorable. Okay. Henry Ford was considered to be the first man to build cars for mass production. In which particular year? Mm-hmm. Mass production. Was it 1906, 1913, or 1921? 
Which of those three choices? Mark is your guest for today's Cartridge World Trivia. Okay, mass. Okay, yeah. 06, what else? Um, 06, 13, or 21. I'm going to say 13. You be- are correct. Because he started without the mass production and then segued into mass production. So it would be seven years or, you know, some number yes. of years after Ford began production. And so, you know, thus, everybody else is like, look at this mass production thing. This is great. Yes. And now we have mass production of everything. Yes. Okay. Who was the founder of Ford Motor Company? Was it Michael, Tom, or Henry? It would be Henry. Oh, very nice. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you're a car enthusiast and you love history. Yeah. This man is going to know them all. Okay. Now. What is the answer to this question? In what year? You do have multiple choice here. Mm -hmm. In what year was the iconic Ford Mustang Mm -hmm. introduced to the public? Mm -hmm. Was it 1954, 1964, or 1974? Well, they gave you incomplete answers, Byrne. It would be 64, but it would be a, a 64 and a half. Oh, That's what the Ford Mustang was called because... They told Lee Iacocca, Lee, let's come on, dang it, it's the World's Fair in New York. We got to get the Mustang out. Well, but it's not ready. I don't give a dang. The frame's not ready, uh, uh, Lee. I don't care. Put it on the Falcon frame. So the 64 and a half Mustang is special sheet metal put on a Ford Falcon frame. And then in 65, the Mustang got its own frame with its own sheet metal. I just love you. Thank you one time for letting me drive. Your Ford Falcon. That's true. Byrne did drive the Ford Falcon, yes. And I knew you were going to love that question. Yes, yes. I did drive it. Mm -hmm. It was extremely fun. Mm -hmm. He allowed me only to go around the block. But the fact that he let me drive that awesome Ford Falcon. Byrne was freaking out. It was a great It was a day day that shall live in infamy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now. We have this kind of as part of our discussion this morning, too. Okay. Now, this question is, which of the following Ford models was the fastest from zero to 60 and then eventually got up to 99 miles per hour? Was it the Ford F-150 Lightning? Was it the Ford Focus ST? Was it the Ford Taurus SHO? Oh, Lord. Uh what was the first one? That would be the Ford Lightning. It went. That was a later. Um, I, I, I'm going to say the, the the special Taurus. Oh darn! It was the Lightning. Oh well, see, they say go with you first, and I didn't. Oh uh, no. Oh well, it's okay. You, you can't know it all, and what right? we don't know, we learn. That's true. All so right. I just learned. Final cartridge rail trivia question. Yeah. Based on our discussion this morning of Ford. Yeah. By history, Professor Bob Carricker, mm-hmm. an extra fun insight from Mark mm-hmm. earlier this morning and now. You are so fun at this. Okay, Mark, which of the following Ford models was manufactured for the most years? The Ford Mustang, the Ford Taurus, or the Ford F-Series? The Ford F-Series. You have won it all. Mm-hmm. He's a 90%er, mm-hmm. ladies and gems. He is a great Great man. All right, it's coming up now on 843 on Acadiana's Morning News. A little quick break here. 
And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about, oh, topics of the day. Uh, how, how about some music? Dun, 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 dun. All right, dirty deeds done, dirt cheap by ACDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect, perfect entertainment for the six thirty-five ish to forty-ish slot that happens on the lovely Thursday mornings with Acadiana's history professor Bob Carricker. He spoke to us this morning about the history of Ford, and then of course Mark had some trivia thrown in with that at that time. Then we said, let's ask some more Ford trivia. So, thanks for your input on all of that, Marcus. Yes, indeed. Okay, kind of perfect that the music plays now because we're going to our topics of the day in the topic train with a twist. Well, because these are all probably dirty deeds done dirt cheap. What am I talking about? Well, a couple of burglars in Florida. I mean, that's dirty deeds done dirt cheap. You shouldn't be burglarizing, you know? Yeah. So, a couple of burglars in Florida had their day of breaking into homes interrupted because the police had to pull them over. Yeah, these two not geniuses. Uh, Apparently, they didn't have a license plate on their van. Instead, these two geniuses decided, well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put a small piece of cardboard on the back of the vehicle that says stolen tag. To indicate, oh, no, we normally have a license plate, but it was stolen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the officer said, we ain't buying that one. Uh, so, what geniuses. Right, so maybe it's more like uh, dumb criminals doing cheap tricks and not. Dumb and dumber. Yes, not doing it well. Ball, ball. <sighs> All right, here we go. Asia Jackson of Wisconsin apparently has a heavy foot because she was pulled over for speeding many, many, many times. And apparently (laughs) the last seven times she managed to get out of a ticket by, here you go. You ready for this? I'm ready. This is a totally dirty deed done dirt cheap. She phoned in a fake crime to a nearby location So the officer who stopped her was forced to leave. So an eagle-eyed 911 dispatcher is like, hey, I'm starting to put all these dots together. So this lady, she not only is, uh, you know, having to deal with, oh, I shouldn't have done that. She's been charged with misusing the 911 system seven times. And get this, she could actually face jail time of up to two years. So I'm thinking at that point, once all this became, oh, you've been charged with this and they're telling you, you might go to jail for two years. I th- I'm thinking she's probably rethinking what she did. Let you us know? hope so. Let us hope that she has now yes. learned her lesson. Hope Ooh. springs eternal unless you're an <laughs> eternal knucklehead. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. From the Hell Hath No Fury Department comes the story of Brenda. Well, Brenda, Brenda thought her estranged husband was cheating. And now she and her husband, Donovan, live apart. So over New Year's, it's alleged that Brenda 
went to Donovan's home where she did, in fact, find him with another woman. Mm, But she did. She walked into Donovan's kitchen and uh, let loose. Mm -hmm. With a knife or a gun or a club or a bat? No, with her own body, Marcus. All right. You see where I'm going here? I I I, I can't I can't fathom. Um, she, she whipped off her clothes and mm, threw herself part of her clothes, right? The, the, her bottom part, yeah. And uh, she just let loose. Oh <laughs> no! She did in public what we normally do in private. <laughs> Is that correct? <laughs> yes. Sir. Oh man. Ooh. But that's not all. There is more on this special fun edition of Topic Train and Crazy Issues. All right. Ready? Yeah. She then, you know, Brenda, she took one of his hunting rifles and shot up his Christmas tree and his holiday decorations. And then she pee-peed on his couch. (laughs) Oh, my my goodness. What and, is wrong with some And people? I'm wondering, as all this is happening, yes. are they just watching in wide-eyed amazement? I she, personally would be recording she, on my phone so I can prove it to well, police. Well, yeah. <laughs> she soils the floor, then she goes and gets the rifle, yes. shoots up the tree, and then pee-pees on the couch. Yes. And right? then just casually walks out. All yes. right, have a nice day. I mean, what is wrong with people? They cuckoo. Uh, yeah. They, uh, I mean, my goodness. They couillon. <laughs> That's beyond a couillon. They're crazy. Huh? <laughs> you know, I know life is crazy, but that's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of crazy, hey, when you break something on your car, that's kind of crazy. So once again, to the rescue. <laughs> I just have to say to all of my big brothers, and my big sister of Ross Tire and Service. I knew Ross. There is going to be some baking in the future. It may not get to happen this weekend. But it's just a small token of appreciation of these kind, kind people. Ross Tire and Service, they become your family. And I wonder if they sit around and wait for my email messages. I go to Ross Tire Lafayette and I put in, okay, here's what happened. And I mean, this last one was fun. Yeah. You know, things happen. Yeah. You know, and sometimes stuff breaks and you try to repair it yourself. But let me just tell you about duct tape. Yes, it does rule the world, but it cannot fix everything. No, it cannot. So thank you to the beautiful people. See, it doesn't matter if it's something externally on your car, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, you know, so body work or whatever, or the engine sounds funny. That might be the next one I call y'all and, and email about. Do they have your automobile right now? Oh, yes, they doing do. Doing some service? Because I do. wondered, I'm walking in, you know, not many cars in the parking mm-hmm. lot early this morning before the sun rose. Mm-hmm. And I said, where's where's the Burnmobile? <laughs> so I kind of figured, I meant to ask you that. So Ross Tire is taking care of Bernie. And believe yes. me, folks, they take good care of Bernie and all their other customers. They're about a million times better than duct tape, okay? Yes. Because I was like, you know, I don't want to trouble them with this. And I, and I was like, oh, burn. Mm-hmm. Thank God they're so sweet to me. They'll be that nice to you, too. And again, it doesn't matter whether your air conditioner is broken or some kind of wheel thing with one of your tires or the car doesn't sound right or you got a little something that doesn't look right on the outside. 
whether you need body work, you need stuff done to the inside, they got you. RossTireLafayette.com. You can email them what's going on. They'll get you set up with an appointment, and they'll even help you make a schedule of all the things you need to get done with your vehicle. Yes. Good folks. Sweet people <laughs> saving the day yet again. Well, I go there to wreck the day, and they say, no, no, we're here to save the day. <laughs> all right. Bring your umbrella for the morning time. Eventually, that is going to end. It will be much windier by this afternoon and colder. I mean, we've already reached our high temperature today. Then cold tonight, a low at 40, perfect gumbo weather. Sunny, breezy, and cool for our Friday. The high temperature at 58 for tomorrow. So it's going to be gorgeous. Gorgeous. All right, until we get a chance to meet again. Mark, thank you so much for today. You're welcome. I enjoyed it. Me too, sir. Can we all try to love one another? Amen, sister. Leveraging the power of Fox News Radio to cover the big issues that matter to you. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Depend on it. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. Turns out President Joe Biden has another cache of classified documents in a separate location that he took after he was no longer vice president. Now, last September, when there were documents discovered at Mar-a-Lago, which, by the way, were under lock and key under the watchful eye of Trump's Secret Service detail, President Biden tore into Trump. How could that possibly happen, he said? How could one be so irresponsible? Well... I guess the shoe's on the other foot. But Biden's sprinkling of classified documents in broom closets around the country isn't really the same, though. You see, Trump knows where his classified documents are. Joe Biden, he has no idea where he left what and, well, how much more irresponsible is that? It looks like the left's desire to get Donald Trump for his classified documents is boomeranging back on Uncle Joe. Returnees Weeknight with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Parr. From 9 to 10 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. If you can squeeze it, they can freeze it. Call today for your complimentary cool sculpting consultation at Williamson Cosmetic Center, 337-735-3870. I'm Liz Hummel, and this is the Fox Biz Report. Prices moderated slightly last month. The consumer price index declined one-tenth of a percent in December. Prices were up six and a half percent in the year ending in December, down from the summer when the CPI rose more than nine percent. Exclude and energy prices were up 5.7%. Though inflation has been cooling in recent months, Federal Reserve members have indicated they will need to see continued declines in prices before they can pull back on raising interest rates to fight inflation. The job market continues to hold up. New claims for unemployment benefits declined to 205,000 last week. American Airlines says its holiday quarter was better than expected, so it is raising its forecast. It is making more from flying passengers. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosola, invested in you. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. Westbound Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net.